The Prophecy of Abdias. Chapter 1. The destruction of Edom for their pride and the wrongs they did to Jacob, the salvation and victory of Israel. The Vision of Abdias. Thus saith the Lord God to Edom, We have heard a rumor from the Lord, and he hath sent an ambassador to the nations. Arise, and let us rise up to battle against him. Behold, I have made thee small among the nations. Thou art exceeding contemptible. The pride of thy heart hath lifted thee up, who dwellest in the clefts of the rocks, and settest up thy throne on high, who sayest in thy heart, Who shall bring me down to the ground? Though thou be exalted as an eagle, and though thou set thy nest among the stars, thence will I bring thee down, saith the Lord. If thieves had gone into thee, if robbers by night, how wouldst thou have held thy peace? Would they not have stolen till they had enough? If the great gatherers had come into thee, would they not have left thee at the least a cluster? How have they searched Esau? How have they sought out his hidden things? They have sent thee out even to the border. All the men of thy confederacy have deceived thee. The men of thy peace have prevailed against thee. They that eat with thee shall lay snares under thee. There is no wisdom in him. Shall not I in that day, saith the Lord, destroy the wise out of Edom, and understanding out of the mount of Esau? And thy valiant men of the south shall be afraid. That man may be cut off from the mount of Esau. For the slaughter and for the iniquity against thy brother Jacob, confusion shall cover thee, and thou shalt perish forever. In the day when thou stoodest against him, when strangers carried away his army captive, and foreigners entered into his gates, and cast lots upon Jerusalem, thou also wast as one of them. But thou shalt not look on in the day of thy brother, in the day of his leaving his country, and thou shalt not rejoice over the children of Judah in the day of their destruction, and thou shalt not magnify thy mouth in the day of distress. Neither shalt thou enter into the gate of my people in the day of their ruin, neither shalt thou also look on in his evils in the day of his calamity and thou shalt not be sent out against his army in the day of his desolation. Neither shalt thou stand in the crossways to kill them that flee, and thou shalt not shut up them that remain of him in the day of tribulation. For the day of the Lord is at hand upon all nations. As thou hast done, so shall it be done to thee. He will turn thy reward upon thy own head. For as you have drunk upon my holy mountain, so all nations shall drink continually, and they shall drink and sup up, and they shall be as though they were not. And in Mount Sion shall be salvation, and it shall be holy, and the house of Jacob shall possess those that possessed them. And the house of Jacob shall be a fire, and the house of Joseph a flame, and the house of Esau stubble. And they shall be kindled in them, and shall devour them. And there shall be no remains of the house of Esau, for the Lord hath spoken it. And they that are toward the south shall inherit the Mount of Esau, and they that are in the plains the Philistines. They shall possess the country of Ephraim and the country of Samaria, and Benjamin shall possess Galad. And the captivity of this host of the children of Israel, all the places of the Canaanites, even to Sarepta, and the captivity of Jerusalem, that is in Bosphorus, shall possess the cities of the south. And Saviour shall come up into Mount Sion to judge the Mount of Esau, and the kingdom shall be for the Lord. Thus concludes the prophecy of Abdias. The Prophecy of Jonas, Chapter 1. Jonas, being sent to preach in Nineveh, fleeth away by sea. 
a tempest riseth, of which he being found by lot to be the cause is cast into the sea, which thereupon is calmed. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonas the son of Amathai, saying, Arise, and go to Nineveh, the great city, and preach in it, for the wickedness thereof is come up before me. And Jonas rose up to flee into Tharsis from the face of the Lord. And he went down to Joppe, and found a ship going to Tharsis, and he paid the fare thereof, and went down into it, to go with them to Tharsis from the face of the Lord. But the Lord sent a great wind into the sea, and a great tempest was raised in the sea, and the ship was in danger to be broken. And the mariners were afraid, and the men cried to their God, and they cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it of them. And Jonas went down into the inner part of the ship and fell into a deep sleep. And the shipmaster came to him and said to him, Why art thou fast asleep? Rise up, call upon thy God, if so be that God will think of us, that we may not perish. And they said, Every one to his fellow, Come and let us cast lots, that we may know why this evil is upon us. And they cast lots, and the lot fell upon Jonas. And they said to him, Tell us for what cause this evil is upon us. What is thy business? Of what country art thou? And whither goest thou? And of what people art thou? And he said to them, I am a Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made both the sea and the dry land. And the men were greatly afraid, and they said to him, Why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled from the face of the Lord, because he had told them. And they said to him, What shall we do to thee, that the sea may be calm to us? For the sea flowed and swelled. And he said to them, Take me up, and cast me into the sea, and the sea shall be calm to you. For I know that for my sake this great tempest is upon you. And the men rode hard to return to land, but they were not able, because the sea tossed and swelled upon them. And they cried to the Lord, and said, We beseech thee, O Lord, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not upon us innocent blood. For thou, O Lord, hast done as it pleased thee. And they took Jonas and cast him into the sea, and the sea ceased from raging. And the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and sacrificed victims to the Lord, and made vows. Chapter 2 Jonas is swallowed up by a great fish. He prayeth with confidence in God, and the fish casteth him out on the dry land. Now the Lord prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonas. And Jonas was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. And Jonas prayed to the Lord his God out of the belly of the fish. And he said, I cried out of my affliction to the Lord, and he heard me. I cried out of the belly of hell, and thou hast heard my voice. And thou hast cast me forth into the deep and the heart of the sea. And a flood hath compassed me. All thy billows and thy waves have passed over me. And I said, I am cast away out of the sight of thy eyes, but yet I shall see thy holy temple again. The waters compassed me about even to the soul. The deep hath closed me round about. The sea hath covered my head. I went down to the lowest parts of the mountains. The bars of the earth have shut me up forever. And thou wilt bring up my life from corruption. O Lord my God, when my soul was in distress within me, I remembered the Lord, that my prayer may come to thee, unto thy holy temple. They that are vain observe vanities, forsake their own mercy. But I, with a voice of praise, will sacrifice to thee. I will pay whatsoever I have vowed for my salvation to the Lord. 
And the Lord spoke to the fish, and it vomited out Jonas upon the dry land. Chapter 3 Jonas is sent again to preach in Nineveh. Upon their fasting and repentance, God recalleth the sentence by which they were to be destroyed. And the word of the Lord came to Jonas the second time, saying, Arise, and go to Nineveh, the great city, and preach in it the preaching that I bid thee. And Jonas arose and went to Nineveh, according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was a great city of three days' journey. And Jonas began to enter into the city one day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be destroyed. And the men of Nineveh believed in God, and they proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least. And the word came to the king of Nineveh, and he rose up out of his throne and cast away his robe from him, and was clothed with sackcloth and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published in Nineveh from the mouth of the king and of his princes, saying, Let neither men nor beasts, oxen nor sheep, taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water. And let men and beasts be covered with sackcloth, and cry to the Lord with all their strength, and let them turn every one from his evil way, and from the iniquity that is in their hands. Who can tell if God will turn and forgive, and will turn away from his fierce anger, and we shall not perish? And God saw their works, that they were turned from their evil way. And God had mercy with regard to the evil which he had said that he would do to them, and he did it not. Chapter 4 Jonas, repining to see that his prophecy is not fulfilled, is reproved by the type of the ivy. And Jonas was exceedingly troubled and was angry. And he prayed to the Lord and said, I beseech thee, O Lord, is not this what I said when I was yet in my own country? Therefore I went before to flee into Tharsis, for I know that thou art a gracious and merciful God, patient and of much compassion, and easy to forgive evil. And now, O Lord, I beseech thee, take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord said, Dost thou think thou hast reason to be angry? Then Jonas went out of the city and sat toward the east side of the city, and he made himself a booth there. And he sat under it in the shadow, till he might see what would befall the city. And the Lord God prepared an ivy, and it came up over the head of Jonas, to be a shadow over his head, and to cover him, for he was fatigued. And Jonas was exceeding glad of the ivy. But God prepared a worm when the morning arose on the following day, and it struck the ivy, and it withered. And when the sun was risen, the Lord commanded a hot and burning wind, and the sun beat upon the head of Jonas, and he broiled with the heat, and he desired for his soul that he might die, and said, It is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord said to Jonas, Dost thou think thou hast reason to be angry for the ivy? And he said, I am angry with reason even unto death. And the Lord said, Thou art grieved for the ivy, for which thou hast not labored, nor made it to grow, which in one night came up, and in one night perished. And shall not I spare Nineveh, that great city, in which there are more than a hundred and twenty thousand persons that know not how to distinguish between their right hand and their left, and many beasts? Thus concludes the prophecy of Jonas. The Prophecy of Micaeus, Chapter 1. Samaria, for her sin, shall be destroyed by the Assyrians, 
they shall also invade Judah and Jerusalem. The word of the Lord that came to Micaiah, the Moristhite, in the days of Jothan, Achaz, and Ezekiah, kings of Judah, which he saw concerning Samaria and Jerusalem. Hear all ye people, and let the earth give ear, and all that is therein, and let the Lord God be a witness to you, the Lord from his holy temple. For behold, the Lord will come forth out of his place, and he will come down and will tread upon the high places of the earth, and the mountains shall be melted under him, and the valley shall be cleft as wax before the fire, and as waters that run down a steep place. For the wickedness of Jacob is all this, and for the sins of the house of Israel. What is the wickedness of Jacob? Is it not Samaria? And what are the high places of Judah? Are they not Jerusalem? And I will make Samaria as a heap of stones in the field when a vineyard is planted, and I will bring down the stones thereof into the valley, and will lay her foundations bare. And all her graven things shall be cut in pieces, and all her wages shall be burnt with fire. And I will bring to destruction all her idols, for they were gathered together of the hire of a harlot, and unto the hire of a harlot they shall return. Therefore will I lament and howl, I will go stripped and naked, I will make a wailing like the dragons, and a mourning like the ostriches. Because her wound is desperate, because it has come even to Judah, it hath touched the gate of my people even to Jerusalem. Declare ye it not in Geth, weep ye not with tears, in the house of dust sprinkle yourselves with dust. And pass away, O thou that dwellest in the beautiful place, covered with thy shame. She went not forth that dwelleth in the confines. The house adjoining shall receive mourning from you, which stood by herself. For she is become weak unto good that dwelleth in bitterness, for evil has come down from the Lord into the gate of Jerusalem. A tumult of chariots hath astonished the inhabitants of Lachis. It is the beginning of sin to the daughter of Sion, for in thee were found the crimes of Israel. Therefore shall she send messengers to the inheritance of Geth, the houses of lying to deceive the kings of Israel. Yet will I bring an heir to thee that dwellest in Maresa, even to Odalam shall the glory of Israel come. Make thee bald, and be polled for thy delicate children. Enlarge thy baldness as the eagle, for they are carried into captivity from thee. Chapter 2 The Israelites, by their crying injustices, provoke God to punish them. He shall at last restore Jacob. Woe to you that devise that which is unprofitable, and work evil in your beds. In the morning light they execute it because their hand is against God. And they have coveted fields and taken them by violence, and houses they have forcibly taken away, and oppressed a man and his house, a man and his inheritance. Therefore thus saith the Lord, Behold, I devise an evil against this family, from which you shall not withdraw your necks, and you shall not walk haughtily, for this is a very evil time. In that day a parable shall be taken up upon you, and a song shall be sung with melody, by them that say, We are laid waste and spoiled. The portion of my people is changed. How shall he depart from me, whereas he is returning that will divide our land? Therefore thou shalt have none that shall cast the cord of a lot in the assembly of the Lord. Speak ye not, saying, It shall not drop upon these. Confusion shall not take them. The house of Jacob saith, Is the spirit of the Lord straitened? Or are these his thoughts, 
Are not my words good to him that walketh uprightly? But my people, on the contrary, are risen up as an enemy. You have taken away the cloak off from the coat, and them that passed harmless you have turned to war. You have cast out the women of my people from their houses, in which they took delight. You have taken my praise forever from their children. Arise ye and depart, for there is no rest here for you. For that uncleanness of the land it shall be corrupted with a grievous corruption. Would God I were not a man that hath the spirit, and that I rather spoke a lie. I will let drop to thee of wine and of drunkenness, and it shall be this people upon whom it shall drop. I will assemble and gather together all of thee, O Jacob. I will bring together the remnant of Israel. I will put them together as a flock in the fold, as the sheep in the midst of the sheepcoats. They shall make a tumult by reason of the multitude of men. For he shall go up that shall open the way before them. They shall divide and pass through the gate, and shall come in by it. And their king shall pass before them, and the Lord at the head of them. Chapter 3 For the sins of the rich oppressing the poor, of false prophets flattering for lucre, and of judges perverting justice, Jerusalem and the temple shall be destroyed. And I said, Hear, O ye princes of Jacob, and ye chiefs of the house of Israel, is it not your part to know judgment? You that hate good and love evil, that violently pluck off their skins from them and their flesh from their bones, who have eaten the flesh of my people and have flayed their skin off from them, and have broken and chopped their bones as for the kettle, and as flesh in the midst of the pot. Then shall they cry to the Lord, and he will not hear them, and he will hide his face from them at that time, as they have behaved wickedly in their devices. Thus saith the Lord concerning the prophets that make my people err, that bite with their teeth and preach peace. And if a man give not something into their mouth, they prepare war against him. Therefore night shall be to you instead of vision, and darkness to you instead of divination. And the sun shall go down upon the prophets, and the day shall be darkened over them. And they shall be confounded that see visions, and the diviners shall be confounded. And they shall all cover their faces, because there is no answer of God. But yet I am filled with the strength of the Spirit of the Lord, with judgment and power, to declare unto Jacob his wickedness, and to Israel his sin. Hear this, ye princes of the house of Jacob, and ye judges of the house of Israel, you that abhor judgment, and pervert all that is right, you that build up Zion with blood, and Jerusalem with iniquity. Her princes have judged for bribes, and her priests have taught for hire, and her prophets divined for money, and they leaned upon the Lord, saying, is not the Lord in the midst of us? No evil shall come upon us. Therefore, because of you, Zion shall be plowed as a field, and Jerusalem shall be as a heap of stones, and the mountains of the temple as the high places of the forests. Chapter 4 The glory of the church of Christ by the conversion of the Gentiles. The Jews shall be carried captives to Babylon and be delivered again. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be prepared in the top of mountains, and high above the hills, and people shall flow to it. And many nations shall come in haste and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, and to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For the law shall go forth out of Zion, and the word of the Lord out of Jerusalem. And he shall judge among many people, 
and rebuke strong nations afar off. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into spades. Nation shall not take sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. And every man shall sit under his vine and under his fig tree. And there shall be none to make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts hath spoken. For all people will walk every one in the name of his God, but we will walk in the name of the Lord our God for ever and ever. In that day, saith the Lord, I will gather up her that halteth, and her that I had cast out. I will gather up, and her whom I had afflicted, and I will make her that halted a remnant, and her that hath been afflicted a mighty nation. And the Lord will reign over them in Mount Zion, from this time now and forever. And thou, O cloudy tower of the flock, of the daughter of Zion, unto thee shall it come. Yea, the first power shall come, the kingdom to the daughter of Jerusalem. Now why art thou drawn together with grief? Hast thou no king in thee? Or is thy counsel to perish, because sorrow hath taken thee as a woman in labor? Be in pain and labor, O daughter of Zion, as a woman that bringeth forth. For now shalt thou go out of the city, and shalt dwell in the country, and shalt come even to Babylon. There thou shalt be delivered. There the Lord will redeem thee out of the hand of thy enemies. And now many nations are gathered together against thee, and they say, Let her be stoned, and let our eye look upon Zion. For they have not known the thoughts of the Lord, and have not understood his counsel, because he hath gathered them together as the hay of the floor. Arise and tread, O daughter of Zion, for I will make thy horn iron, and thy hooves I will make brass. And thou shalt beat in pieces many peoples, and shalt immolate the spoils of them to the Lord, and their strength to the Lord of the whole earth. Chapter 5 The Birth of Christ in Bethlehem His Reign and Spiritual Conquests now shalt thou be laid waste, O daughter of the robber. They have laid siege against us. With a rod shall they strike the cheek of the judge of Israel. And thou, Bethlehem Ephrata, art a little one among the thousands of Judah. Out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be the ruler in Israel. And his going forth is from the beginning, from the days of eternity. Therefore will he give them up, even till the time wherein she that travaileth shall bring forth, and the remnant of his brethren shall be converted to the children of Israel. And he shall stand and feed in the strength of the Lord, in the height of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall be converted. For now shall he be magnified even to the ends of the earth. And this man shall be our peace, when the Assyrian shall come into our land, and when he shall set his foot in our houses we shall raise against him seven shepherds and eight principal men. And they shall feed the land of Assyria with the sword, and the land of Nemrod with the spears thereof. And he shall deliver us from the Assyrian when he shall come into our land, and when he shall tread in our borders. And the remnant of Jacob shall be in the midst of many peoples as a dew from the Lord, and as drops upon the grass, which waiteth not for man, nor tarrieth for the children of men. And the remnant of Jacob shall be among the Gentiles in the midst of many peoples, as a lion among the beasts of the forest, and as a young lion among the flocks of sheep, who, when he shall go through and tread down and take, there is none to deliver. Thy hand shall be lifted up over thy enemies, and all thy enemies shall be cut off. 
And it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord, that I will take away thy horses out of the midst of thee, and will destroy thy chariots, and I will destroy the cities of thy land, and will throw down all thy strongholds, and I will take away sorceries out of thy hand, and there shall be no divinations in thee. And I will destroy thy graven things, and thy statues out of the midst of thee, and thou shalt no more adore the works of thy hands. And I will pluck up thy groves out of the midst of thee, and will crush thy cities. And I will execute vengeance in wrath and in indignation among all the nations that have not given ear. Chapter 6 God expostulates with the Jews for their ingratitude and sins, for which they shall be punished. Hear ye what the Lord saith, Arise, contend thou in judgment against the mountains, and let the hills hear thy voice. Let the mountains hear the judgment of the Lord, and the strong foundations of the earth. For the Lord will enter into judgment with his people, and he will plead against Israel. O my people, what have I done to thee? Or in what have I molested thee? Answer thou me. For I brought thee up out of the land of Egypt, and delivered thee out of the house of slaves. And I sent before thy face Moses and Aaron and Mary. O my people, remember, I pray thee what Balak the king of Moab proposed, and what Balaam the son of Beor answered him, from sent him to Galgal, that thou mightest know the justices of the Lord. What shall I offer to the Lord that is worthy? Wherewith shall I kneel before the high God? Shall I offer holocausts unto him and calves of a year old? May the Lord be appeased with thousands of rams, or with many thousands of fat he-goats? Shall I give my firstborn for my wickedness, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? I will show thee, O man, what is good, and what the Lord requireth of thee, verily, to do judgment, and to love mercy, and to walk solicitous with thy God. The voice of the Lord crieth to the city, and salvation shall be to them that fear thy name. Hear, O ye tribes, and who shall approve it? As yet there is a fire in the house of the wicked, the treasures of iniquity, and a scant measure full of wrath. Shall I justify wicked balances, and the deceitful weights of the bag, by which her rich men were filled with iniquity, and the inhabitants thereof have spoken lies, and their tongue was deceitful in their mouth. And I therefore began to strike thee with desolation for thy sins. Thou shalt eat, but shalt not be filled, and thy humiliation shall be in the midst of thee. And thou shalt take hold, but shalt not save. And those whom thou shalt save I will give up to the sword. Thou shalt sow, but shalt not reap. Thou shalt tread the olives, but shalt not be anointed with the oil. And the new wine, but shalt not drink the wine. For thou hast kept the statutes of Amri, and all the works of the house of Achab. And thou hast walked according to their wills, that I should make thee a desolation, and the inhabitants thereof a hissing. And you shall... Bear the reproach of my people. Chapter 7 The prophet laments that notwithstanding all his preaching, the generality are still corrupt in their manners. Therefore their desolation is at hand. But they shall be restored again and prosper, and all mankind shall be redeemed by Christ. Woe is me, for I am become as one that gleaneth in autumn the grapes of the vintage. There is no cluster to eat, my soul desired the first ripe figs. The holy man is perished out of the earth, and there is none upright among men. 
They all lie in wait for blood. Everyone hunteth his brother to death. The evil of their hands they call good. The prince requireth, and the judge is forgiving. And the great man hath uttered the desire of his soul, and they have troubled it. He that is best among them is as a briar, and he that is righteous as the thorn of the hedge. The day of thy inspection, thy visitation cometh. Now shall be their destruction. Believe not a friend, and trust not in a prince. Keep the doors of thy mouth from her that sleepeth in thy bosom. For the son dishonoreth the father, and the daughter riseth up against her mother. The daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's enemies are they of his own household. But I will look towards the Lord. I will wait for God my Savior. My God will hear me. Rejoice not thou, my enemy, over me, because I am fallen. I shall arise when I sit in darkness. The Lord is my light. I will bear the wrath of the Lord, because I have sinned against him, until he judge my cause and execute judgment for me. He will bring me forth into the light. I shall behold his justice, and my enemy shall behold, and she shall be covered with shame, who saith to me, Where is the Lord thy God? My eyes shall look down upon her. Now shall she be trodden underfoot as the mire of the streets. The day shall come that thy walls may be built up. In that day shall the law be far removed. In that day they shall come even from Assyria to thee and to the fortified cities, and from the fortified cities even to the river, and from sea to sea, and from mountain to mountain. And the land shall be made desolate because of the inhabitants thereof, and for the fruit of their devices. Feed thy people with thy rod, the flock of thy inheritance, them that dwell alone in the forest in the midst of Carmel. They shall feed in Besan and Galad according to the days of old. According to the days of thy coming out of the land of Egypt, I will show him wonders. The nations shall see and shall be confounded at all their strength. They shall put the hand upon the mouth. Their ears shall be deaf. They shall lick the dust like serpents as the creeping things of the earth. They shall be disturbed in their houses. They shall dread the Lord our God and shall fear thee. Who is a God like to thee, who takest away iniquity, and passest by the sin of the remnant of thy inheritance? He will send his fury in no more, because he delighteth in mercy. He will turn again and have mercy on us. He will put away our iniquities, and he will cast all our sins into the bottom of the sea. Thou wilt perform the truth to Jacob, the mercy to Abraham, which thou hast sworn to our fathers from the days of old. Thus concludes the prophecy of Micaeus. The prophecy of Nahum. Chapter 1. The majesty of God, his goodness to his people, and severity to his enemies. The burden of Nineveh. The book of the vision of Nahum, the Elkosite. The Lord is a jealous God and a revenger. The Lord is a revenger and hath wrath. The Lord taketh vengeance on his adversaries, and he is angry with his enemies. The Lord is patient and great in power, and will not cleanse and acquit the guilty. The Lord's ways are in a tempest, and a whirlwind, and clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebuketh the sea, and drieth it up, and bringeth all the rivers to be a desert. Basan languisheth, and Carmel, and the flower of Lebanus fadeth away. The mountains tremble at him, and the hills are made desolate, and the earth hath quaked at his presence, and the world and all that dwell therein. Who can stand before the face of his indignation, and who shall resist in the fierceness of his anger? 
His indignation is poured out like fire, and the rocks are melted by him. The Lord is good and giveth strength in the day of trouble, and knoweth them that hope in him. But with a flood that passeth by, he will make an utter end of the place thereof, and darkness shall pursue his enemies. What do ye devise against the Lord? He will make an utter end. There shall not rise a double affliction. For as thorns embrace one another, so while they are feasting and drinking together, they shall be consumed as stubble that is fully dry. Out of thee shall come forth one that imagineth evil against the Lord, contriving treachery in his mind. Thus saith the Lord, Though they were perfect, and many of them so, yet thus shall they be cut off, and he shall pass. I have afflicted thee, and I will afflict thee no more. And now I will break in pieces his rod with which he struck thy back, and I will burst thy bonds asunder. And the Lord will give a commandment concerning thee, that no more of thy name shall be sown. I will destroy the graven and molten thing out of the house of thy God. I will make it thy grave, for thou art disgraced. Behold upon the mountains the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, and that preacheth peace. O Judah, keep thy festivals, and pay thy vows, for Belial shall no more pass through thee again. He is utterly cut off. Chapter 2 God sends his armies against Nineveh to destroy it. He is come up that shall destroy before thy face, that shall keep the siege, watch the way, fortify thy loins, strengthen thy power exceedingly. For the Lord hath rendered the pride of Jacob as the pride of Israel, because the spoilers have laid them waste and have marred their vine branches. The shield of his mighty men is like fire. The men of the army are clad in scarlet. The reins of the chariot are flaming in the day of his preparation, and the drivers are stupefied. They are in confusion in the ways. The chariots jostle one against another in the streets. Their looks are like torches, like lightning running to and fro. He will muster up his valiant men. They shall stumble in their march. They shall quickly get upon the walls thereof, and a covering shall be prepared. The gates of the rivers are opened, and the temple is thrown down to the ground. And the soldier is led away captive, and her bondwomen were led away mourning as doves, murmuring in their hearts. And as for Nineveh, her waters are like a great pool. But the men flee away. They cry, Stand, stand! But there is none that will return back. Take ye the spoil of the silver, Take the spoil of the gold, for there is no end of the riches of all the precious furniture. She is destroyed and rent and torn. The heart melteth, and the knees fail, and all the loins lose their strength, and the faces of them all are as the blackness of a kettle. Where is now the dwelling of the lions and the feeding place of the young lions, to which the lion went, to enter in thither the young lion, and there was none to make them afraid? The lion caught enough for his whelps, and killed for his lionesses, and he filled his holes with prey, and his den with repine. Behold, I come against thee, saith the Lord of hosts, and I will burn thy chariots even to smoke, and the sword shall devour thy young lions, and I will cut off thy prey out of the land, and the voice of thy messengers shall be heard no more. Chapter 3 The Miserable Destruction of Nineveh. Woe to thee, O city of blood, all full of lies and violence, repine shall not depart from thee. 
The noise of the whip and the noise of the rattling of the wheels and of the neighing horse and of the running chariot and of the horsemen coming up and of the shining sword and of the glittering spear and of a multitude slain and of a grievous destruction. And there is no end of carcasses and they shall fall down on their dead bodies. Because of the multitude of the fornications of the harlot that was beautiful and agreeable and that made use of witchcraft that sold nations through her fornications and families through her witchcrafts. Behold, I come against thee, saith the Lord of hosts, and I will discover thy shame to thy face, and will show thy nakedness to the nations, and thy shame to kingdoms. And I will cast abominations upon thee, and will disgrace thee, and will make an example of thee. And it shall come to pass that everyone that shall see thee shall flee from thee, and shall say, Nineveh is laid waste, who shall bemoan thee? When shall I seek a comforter for thee? Art thou better than the populous Alexandria that dwelleth among the rivers? Waters are round about it. The sea is its riches, the waters are its walls. Ethiopia and Egypt were the strength thereof, and there is no end. Africa and the Libyans were thy helpers. Yet she also was removed and carried into captivity. Her young children were dashed in pieces at the top of every street, and they cast lots upon her nobles, and all her great men were bound in fetters. Therefore thou also shalt be made drunk, and shalt be despised, and thou shalt seek help from the enemy. All thy strongholds shall be like fig trees with their green figs. If they be shaken, they shall fall into the mouth of the eater. Behold thy people in the midst of thee are women. The gates of thy land shall be set wide open to thy enemies. The fire shall devour thy bars. Draw thee water for the siege, build up thy bulwarks, go into the clay and tread, work it and make brick. There shall the fire devour thee, thou shalt perish by the sword, it shall devour thee like the brocus. Assemble together like the brocus, make thyself many like the locust. Thou hast multiplied thy merchandises above the stars of heaven. The brocus hath spread himself and flown away. Thy guards are like the locusts and thy little ones like the locusts of locusts which swarm on the hedges in the day of cold. The sun arose, and they flew away, and their place was not known where they were. Thy shepherds have slumbered, O king of Assyria. Thy princes shall be buried. Thy people are hid in the mountains, and there is none to gather them together. Thy destruction is not hidden, thy wound is grievous. All that have heard the fame of thee have clapped their hands over thee. For upon whom hath not thy wickedness passed continually. Thus concludes the prophecy of Nahum. End of side one. Please fast forward. The prophecy of Habakkuk. Chapter one. The prophet complains of the wickedness of the people. God reveals to him the vengeance he is going to take of them by the Chaldeans. The burden that Habakkuk the prophet saw, How long, O Lord, shall I cry, and thou wilt not hear? Shall I cry out to thee, suffering violence, and thou wilt not save? Why hast thou shown me iniquity and grievance, to see rapine and injustice before me? And there is a judgment, but opposition is more powerful. Therefore the law is torn in pieces, and judgment cometh not to the end, because the wicked prevaileth against the just, Therefore wrong judgment goeth forth. Behold ye among the nations, and see, wonder and be astonished, for our work is done in your days, which no man will believe, 
when it shall be told. For behold, I will raise up the Chaldeans, a bitter and swift nation, marching upon the breadth of the earth to possess the dwelling places that are not their own. They are dreadful and terrible. From themselves shall their judgment and their burden proceed. Their horses are lighter than leopards and swifter than evening wolves, and their horsemen shall be spread abroad, for their horsemen shall come from afar. They shall fly as an eagle that maketh haste to eat. They shall all come to the prey. Their face is like a burning wind, and they shall gather together captives as the sand. And their prince shall triumph over kings, and princes shall be his laughingstock, and he shall laugh at every stronghold, and shall cast up a mount, and shall take it. Then shall his spirit be changed, and he shall pass and fall. This is his strength of his God. Wast thou not from the beginning, O Lord my God, my Holy One, and we shall not die? Lord, thou hast appointed him for judgment, and made him strong for correction. Thy eyes are too pure to behold evil. Thou canst not look on iniquity. Why lookest thou upon them that do unjust things, and holdest thy peace when the wicked devoureth the man that is more just than himself? Thou wilt make men as the fishes of the sea, and as the creeping things that have no ruler. He lifted up all them with his hook. He drew them in his drag, and gathered them into his net. For this he will be glad and rejoice. Therefore will he offer victims to his drag, and he will sacrifice to his net, because through them his portion is made fat, and his meat dainty. For this cause, therefore, he spreadeth his net, and will not spare continually to slay the nations. Chapter 2. The prophet is admonished to wait with faith. The enemies of God's people shall assuredly be punished. I will stand upon my watch and fix my foot upon the tower, and I will watch to see what will be said to me, and what I may answer to him that reproveth me. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he that readeth it may run over it. For as yet the vision is far off, and it shall appear at the end, and shall not lie. If it make any delay, wait for it, for it shall surely come, and it shall not be slack. Behold, he that is unbelieving, his soul shall not be right in himself, but the just shall live in his faith. And as wine deceiveth him that drinketh it, so shall the proud man be, and he shall not be honored, who hath enlarged his desire like hell, and is himself like death. And he is never satisfied, but will gather together unto him all nations, and heap together unto him all people. Shall not all these take up a parable against him, and a dark speech concerning him? And it shall be said, Woe to him that heapeth together that which is not his own. How long also doth he load himself with thick clay? Shall they not rise up suddenly that shall bite thee? And they be stirred up that shall tear thee? and thou shalt be a spoil to them. Because thou hast spoiled many nations, all that shall be left of the people shall spoil thee because of men's blood, and for the iniquity of the land, of the city, and of all that dwell therein. Woe to him that gathereth together an evil covetousness to his house, that his nest may be on high, and thinketh he may be delivered out of the hand of evil. Thou hast devised confusion to thy house, Thou hast cut off many people, and thy soul hath sinned. For the stone shall cry out of the wall, and the 
timber that is between the joints of the building shall answer. Woe to him that buildeth a town with blood, and prepareth a city by iniquity. Are not these things from the Lord of hosts? For the people shall labor in a great fire, and the nations in vain, and they shall faint. For the earth shall be filled, that men may know the glory of the Lord as waters covering the sea. Woe to him that giveth drink to his friend, and presenteth his gall, and maketh him drunk, that he may behold his nakedness. Thou art filled with shame instead of glory. Drink thou also, and fall fast asleep. The cup of the right hand of the Lord shall compass thee, and shameful vomiting shall be on thy glory. For the iniquity of Libanus shall cover thee, and the ravaging of beasts shall terrify them because of the blood of men, and the iniquity of the land, and of the city, and of all that dwell therein. What doth the graven thing avail, because the maker thereof hath graven it, a molten and a false image? Because the forger thereof hath trusted in a thing of his own forging, to make dumb idols. Woe to him that saith to wood, Awake to the dumb stone, arise. Can it teach? Behold, it is laid over with gold and silver, and there is no spirit in the bowels thereof. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Chapter 3 A prayer of Habakkuk the prophet for ignorances. O Lord, I have heard thy hearing and was afraid. O Lord, thy work in the midst of the years bring it to life. In the midst of the years thou shalt make it known. When thou art angry, thou wilt remember mercy. God will come from the south, and the Holy One from Mount Pharaon. His glory covered the heavens, and the earth is full of his praise. His brightness shall be as the light. Horns are in his hands. There is his strength hid. Death shall go before his face, and the devil shall go forth before his feet. He stood and measured the earth. He beheld and melted the nations, and the ancient mountains were crushed to pieces. The hills of the world were bowed down by the journeys of his eternity. I saw the tents of Ethiopia for their iniquity. The curtains of the land of Median shall be troubled. Wast thou angry, O Lord, with the rivers? Or was thy wrath upon the rivers, or thy indignation in the sea? Who will ride upon thy horses, and thy chariots are salvation? Thou wilt surely take up thy bow according to the oaths which thou hast spoken to the tribes. Thou wilt divide the rivers of the earth. The mountains saw thee and were grieved. The great body of waters passed away. The deep put forth its voice. The deep lifted up its hands. The sun and the moon stood still in their habitation. In the light of thy arrows, they shall go in the brightness of thy glittering spear. In thy anger thou wilt tread the earth underfoot. In thy wrath thou wilt astonish the nations. Thou wentest forth for the salvation of thy people, for salvation with thy Christ. Thou struckest the head of the house of the wicked. Thou hast laid bare his foundation even to the neck. Thou hast cursed his scepters, the head of his warriors, them that came out as a whirlwind to scatter me. Their joy was like that of him that devoureth the poor man in secret. Thou madest a way in the sea for thy horses, in the mud of many waters. I have heard, and my bowels were troubled. My lips trembled at the voice. Let rottenness enter into my bones, and swarm under me, that I may rest in the day of tribulation, that I may go up to our people that are girded. For the fig tree shall not blossom, and there shall be no spring in the vines. The labor of the olive tree shall fail, and the field shall yield no food. 
the flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. But I will rejoice in the Lord, and I will joy in God my Jesus. The Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like the feet of hearts, and he the conqueror will lead me upon my high places, singing psalms. Thus concludes the prophecy of Habakkuk. The prophecy of Sophonius. Chapter 1. For divers enormous sins, the kingdom of Judah is threatened with severe judgment. The word of the Lord that came to Sophonius, the son of Chusai, the son of Godelias, the son of Amarias, the son of Ezekias, in the days of Josias, the son of Ammon, king of Judah. Gathering, I will gather together all things from off the face of the land, saith the Lord. I will gather man and beast. I will gather the birds of the air and the fishes of the sea, and the ungodly shall meet with ruin. And I will destroy men from off the face of the land, saith the Lord. And I will stretch out my hand upon Judah and upon all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And I will destroy out of this place the remnant of Baal and the names of the wardens of the temples with the priests them that worship the host of heaven upon the tops of houses, and them that adore and swear by the Lord and swear by Milcom, and them that turn away from following after the Lord, and that have not sought the Lord, nor searched after him. Be silent before the face of the Lord God, for the day of the Lord is near, for the Lord hath prepared a victim, and he hath sanctified his guests, and it shall come to pass in the day of the victim of the Lord, that I will visit upon the princes, and upon the king's sons, and upon all such as are clothed with strange apparel. And I will visit in that day upon everyone that entereth arrogantly over the threshold, them that fill the house of the Lord, their God, with iniquity and deceit. And there shall be in that day, saith the Lord, the noise of a cry from the fish gate, and a howling from the second, and a great destruction from the hills. Howl, ye inhabitants of the mortar! All the people of Canaan is hushed. All are cut off that were wrapped up in silver. And it shall come to pass at that time that I will search Jerusalem with lamps and will visit upon the men that are settled on their lees, that say in their hearts, The Lord will not do good, nor will he do evil. And their strength shall become a booty, and their houses as a desert, and they shall build houses and shall not dwell in them, and they shall plant vineyards and shall not drink the wine of them. The great day of the Lord is near, it is near and exceeding swift, the voice of the day of the Lord is bitter. The mighty man shall there meet with tribulation. That day is a day of wrath, a day of tribulation and distress, a day of calamity and misery, a day of darkness and obscurity, a day of clouds and whirlwinds, a day of the trumpet and alarm against the fenced cities and against the high bulwarks. And I will distress men, and they shall walk like blind men, because they have sinned against the Lord and their blood shall be poured out as earth, and their bodies as dung. Neither shall their silver and their gold be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord. All the land shall be devoured by the fire of his jealousy, for he shall make even a speedy destruction of all them that dwell in the land. Chapter 2 An Exhortation to Repentance The Judgment of the Philistines, of the Moabites, and the Ammonites, of the Ethiopians, and the Assyrians. Assemble yourselves together, be gathered together, O nation not worthy to be loved. Before the decree, bring forth the day as dust passing away. Before the fierce anger of the Lord, 
come upon you before the day of the Lord's indignation come upon you. Seek the Lord, all ye meek of the earth. You that have wrought his judgment, seek the just, seek the meek, if by any means you may be hid in the day of the Lord's indignation. For Gaza shall be destroyed, and Ascalon shall be a desert. They shall cast out Azotus at noonday, and Acharon shall be rooted up. Woe to you that inhabit the seacoast, O nation of reprobates! The word of the Lord upon you, O Canaan, the land of the Philistines. And I will destroy thee, so that there shall not be an inhabitant. And the seacoast shall be the resting place of shepherds and folds for cattle. And it shall be the portion of him that shall remain of the house of Judah. There they shall feed. In the houses of Ascalon they shall rest in the evening, because the Lord their God will visit them and bring back their captivity. I have heard the reproach of Moab and the blasphemies of the children of Ammon, with which they reproached my people, and have magnified themselves upon their borders. Therefore, as I live, saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Moab shall be as Sodom, and the children of Ammon as Gomorrah, the dryness of thorns, and heaps of salt, and a desert even forever. The remnant of my people shall make a spoil of them, and the residue of my nation shall possess them. This shall befall them for their pride, because they have blasphemed, and have been magnified against the people of the Lord of hosts. The Lord shall be terrible upon them, and shall consume all the gods of the earth, and they shall adore him every man from his own place, all the islands of the Gentiles. You Ethiopians also shall be slain with my sword, and he will stretch out his hand upon the north, and will destroy Assyria, and he will make the beautiful city a wilderness, and as a place not passable, and as a desert. And flocks shall lie down in the midst thereof, all the beasts of the nations, and the bittern and the urchin shall lodge in the threshold thereof, the voice of the singing bird in the window, the raven on the upper post, for I will consume her strength. This is the glorious city that dwelt in security, that said in her heart, I am, and there is none beside me. How has she become a desert, a place for beasts to lie down in? Everyone that passeth by her shall hiss and wag his hand. Chapter 3 A woe to Jerusalem for her sins, a prophecy of the conversion of the Gentiles and of the poor of Israel. God shall be with them. The Jews shall be converted at last. Woe to the provoking and redeemed city, the dove. She hath not hearkened to the voice neither hath she received discipline. She hath not trusted in the Lord. She drew not near to her God. Her princes are in the midst of her as roaring lions. Her judges are evening wolves. They left nothing for the morning. Her prophets are senseless men without faith. Her priests have polluted the sanctuary. They have acted unjustly against the law. The just Lord is in the midst thereof. He will not do iniquity. In the morning, in the morning he will bring his judgment to light, and it shall not be hid. But the wicked man hath not known shame. I have destroyed the nations, and their towers are beaten down. I have made their ways desert, so that there is none that passeth by. Their cities are desolate. There is not a man remaining, nor any inhabitant. I said, Surely thou wilt fear me, thou wilt receive correction, and her dwelling shall not perish, for all things wherein I have visited her. But they rose early and corrupted all their thoughts. Wherefore, 
Expect me, saith the Lord, in the day of my resurrection that is to come. For my judgment is to assemble the Gentiles, and to gather the kingdoms, and to pour upon them my indignation, all my fierce anger. For with the fire of my jealousy shall all the earth be devoured. Because then I will restore to the people a chosen lip, that all may call upon the name of the Lord, and may serve him with one shoulder. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia shall my suppliants, the children of my dispersed people, bring me an offering. In that day thou shalt not be ashamed for all thy doings, wherein thou hast transgressed against me. For then I will take away out of the midst of thee my proud boasters, and thou shalt no more be lifted up because of my holy mountain. And I will leave in the midst of thee a poor and needy people, and they shall hope in the name of the Lord. The remnant of Israel shall not do iniquity, nor speak lies, nor shall a deceitful tongue be found in their mouth. For they shall feed, and shall lie down, and there shall be none to make them afraid. Give praise, O daughter of Sion. Shout, O Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all thy heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord hath taken away thy judgment. He hath turned away thy enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in the midst of thee. Thou shalt fear evil no more. In that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear not. To Sion, let not thy hands be weakened. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with gladness. He will be silent in his love. He will be joyful over thee in praise. The triflers that were departed from the law, I will gather together, because they were of thee, that thou mayest no more suffer reproach for them. Behold, I will cut off all that have afflicted thee at that time, and I will save her that halteth, and will gather her that was cast out, and I will get them praise and a name in all the land where they had been put to confusion. At that time when I will bring you, and at the time that I will gather you, for I will give you a name and praise among all the people of the earth, when I shall have brought back your captivity before your eyes, saith the Lord. Thus concludes the prophecy of Sophonius. The Prophecy of Aegeus. Chapter 1. The people are reproved for neglecting to build the temple. They are encouraged to set about the work. In the second year of Darius the king, in the sixth month, in the first day of the month, the word of the Lord came by the hand of Aegeus the prophet to Zorobabel, the son of Salathiel, governor of Judah, and to Jesus the son of Josedek, the high priest, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, saying, This people saith, The time is not yet come for building the house of the Lord. And the word of the Lord came by the hand of Aegeus the prophet, saying, Is it time for you to dwell in sealed houses, and this house lie desolate? And now thus saith the Lord of hosts, Set your hearts to consider your ways. You have sowed much and brought in little. You have eaten, but have not had enough. You have drunk, but have not been filled with drink. You have clothed yourselves, but have not been warmed. And he that hath earned wages, put them into a bag with holes. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Set your hearts upon your ways. Go up to the mountain, bring timber, and build a house, and it shall be acceptable to me, and I shall be glorified, saith the Lord. You have looked for more, and behold, it became less, and you brought it home, and I blowed it away. Why, saith the Lord of hosts, 
because my house is desolate, and you make haste every man to his own house. Therefore the heavens over you were stayed from giving dew, and the earth was hindered from yielding her fruits. And I called for a drought upon the land, and upon the mountains, and upon the corn, and upon the wine, and upon the oil, and upon all that the ground bringeth forth, and upon men, and upon beasts, and upon all the labor of the hands. Then Zerubbabel the son of Salathiel, and Jesus the son of Josedek the high priest, and all the remnant of the people, hearkened to the voice of the Lord their God, and to the words of Ajaeus the prophet, as the Lord their God sent him to them. And the people feared before the Lord. And Ajaeus the messenger of the Lord, as one of the messengers of the Lord, spoke, saying to the people, I am with you, saith the Lord. And the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, the son of Salathiel, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Jesus, the son of Josedek, the high priest, and the spirit of all the rest of the people. And they went in and did the work in the house of the Lord of hosts, their God. Chapter 2. Christ by his coming shall make the latter temple more glorious than the former. The blessing of God shall reward their labor in building. God's promise to Zerubbabel. In the four and twentieth day of the month, in the sixth month, in the second year of Darius the king, they began. And in the seventh month, the word of the Lord came by the hand of Ajaeus his prophet, saying, Speak to Zerubbabel, the son of Salathiel, the governor of Judah, and to Jesus, the son of Josedek, the high priest, and to the rest of the people, saying, Who is left among you that saw this house in its first glory? And how do you see it now? Is it not in comparison to that as nothing in your eyes? Yet now take courage, O Zerubbabel, saith the Lord, and take courage, O Jesus, the son of Josedek, the high priest, and take courage, O ye people of the land, saith the Lord of hosts, and perform, for I am with you, saith the Lord of hosts. The word that I covenanted with you when you came out of the land of Egypt, and my spirit shall be in the midst of you. Fear not, for thus saith the Lord of hosts, yet one little while, and I will move the heaven and the earth, and the sea and the dry land. And I will move all nations, and the desired of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. Great shall be the glory of this last house, more than of the first, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place I will give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. In the four and twentieth day of the ninth month, in the second year of Darius the king, the word of the Lord came to Ajaeus the prophet, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Ask the priests the law, saying, if a man carry sanctified flesh in the skirt of his garment, and touch with his skirt bread, or pottage, or wine, or oil, or any meat, shall it be sanctified? And the priests answered, and said, No. And Ajeus said, If one that is unclean by occasion of a soul touch any of all these things, shall it be defiled? And the priests answered, and said, It shall be defiled. And Ajeus answered, and said, So is this people. And so is this nation before my face, saith the Lord, and so is all the work of their hands, and all that they have offered there shall be defiled. And now consider in your hearts from this day and upward, before there was a stone laid upon a stone in the temple of the Lord, when you went to a heap of twenty bushels, and they became ten, and you went into the press to 
press out fifty vessels, and they became twenty. I struck you with a blasting wind, and all the works of your hand with the mildew, and with hail. Yet there was none among you that returned to me, saith the Lord. Set your hearts from this day, and henceforward, from the four-and-twentieth day of the ninth month, from the day that the foundations of the temple of the Lord were laid, and lay it up in your hearts. Is the seed as yet sprung up? Or hath the vine, and the fig tree, and the pomegranate, and the olive tree as yet flourished? From this day I will bless you. And the word of the Lord came a second time to Aegeus, in the four-and-twentieth day of the month, saying, Speak to Zerubbabel, the governors of Judah, saying, I will move both heaven and earth, and I will overthrow the throne of kingdoms, and will destroy the strength of the kingdom of the Gentiles, and I will overthrow the chariot and him that rideth therein, and the horses and their riders shall come down, every one by the sword of his brother. In that day, saith the Lord of hosts, I will take thee, O Zerubbabel, the son of Salathiel, my servant, saith the Lord, and will make thee as a signet, for I have chosen thee, saith the Lord of hosts. Thus concludes the prophecy of Aegeus. The Prophecy of Zacharias Chapter 1 The prophet exhorts the people to return to God and declares his visions by which he puts them in hopes of better times. In the eighth month in the second year of King Darius, the word of the Lord came to Zacharias, the son of Barachias, the son of Addo, the prophet, saying, The Lord hath been exceeding angry with your fathers, and thou shalt say to them, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Turn ye to me, saith the Lord of hosts, and I will turn to you, saith the Lord of hosts. Be not as your fathers, to whom the former prophets have cried, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Turn ye from your evil ways, and from your wicked thoughts. But they did not give ear, neither did they hearken to me, saith the Lord. Your fathers, where are they? And the prophets, shall they live always? But yet my words and my ordinances, which I gave in charge to my servants the prophets, did they not take hold of your fathers? And they returned and said, As the Lord of hosts thought to do to us according to our ways, and according to our devices, so he hath done to us. In the four-and-twentieth day of the eleventh month, which is called Sabbath, in the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to Zacharias, the son of Barachias, the son of Addo, the prophet, saying, I saw by night, and behold, a man riding upon a red horse, and he stood among the myrtle trees that were in the bottom, and behind him were horses, red, speckled, and white. And I said, What are these, my lord? And the angel that spoke in me said to me, I will show thee what these are. And the man that stood among the myrtle trees answered and said, These are they whom the Lord hath sent to walk through the earth. And they answered the angel of the Lord that stood among the myrtle trees and said, We have walked through the earth, and behold, all the earth is inhabited and is at rest. And the angel of the Lord answered and said, O Lord of hosts, how long wilt thou not have mercy on Jerusalem? and on the cities of Judah, with which thou hast been angry. This is now the seventieth year. And the Lord answered the angel that spoke in me good words, comfortable words. And the angel that spoke in me said to me, Cry thou, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I am jealous for Jerusalem, and Zion with a great zeal, and I am angry with a great anger with the wealthy nations. For I was angry a little, 
but they helped forward the evil. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, I will return to Jerusalem in mercies. My house shall be built in it, saith the Lord of hosts, and the building line shall be stretched forth upon Jerusalem. Cry yet, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, My city shall yet flow with good things, and the Lord will yet comfort Zion, and he will yet choose Jerusalem. And I lifted up my eyes, and saw, and behold, four horns. And I said to the angel that spoke to me, What are these? And he said to me, These are the horns that have scattered Judah, and Israel, and Jerusalem. And the Lord showed me four smiths, and I said, What come these to do? And he spoke, saying, These are the horns which have scattered Judah, every man apart. And none of them lifted up his head. And these are come to fray them, to cast down the horns of the nations that have lifted up the horn upon the land of Judah to scatter it. Chapter 2. Under the name of Jerusalem, he prophesieth the progress of the church of Christ by the conversion of some Jews and many Gentiles. And I lifted up my eyes and saw, and behold, a man with a measuring line in his hand. And I said, Whither goest thou? And he said to me, To measure Jerusalem, and to see how great is the breadth thereof, and how great the length thereof. And behold, the angel that spoke in me went forth, and another angel went out to meet him. And he said to him, Run, speak to this young man, saying, Jerusalem shall be inhabited without walls, by reason of the multitude of men, and of the beasts in the midst thereof. And I will be to it, saith the Lord, a wall of fire round about, and I will be in glory in the midst thereof. O, oh, O oh, flee ye out of the land of the north, saith the Lord, for I have scattered you into the four winds of heaven, saith the Lord. O Zion, flee, thou that dwellest with the daughter of Babylon. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, After the glory he hath sent me to the nations that have robbed you, for he that toucheth you toucheth the apple of my eye. For behold, I lift up my hand upon them, and they shall be a prey to those that serve them. And you shall know that the Lord of hosts sent me. Sing praise and rejoice, O daughter of Zion. For behold, I come, and I will dwell in the midst of thee, saith the Lord. And many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day. And they shall be my people, and I will dwell in the midst of thee. And thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts hath sent me to thee. The Lord shall possess Judah his portion in the sanctified land, and he shall yet choose Jerusalem. Let all flesh be silent at the presence of the Lord, for he is risen up out of his holy habitation. Chapter 3. In a vision Satan appeareth, accusing the high priest. He is cleansed from his sins. Christ is promised, and great fruit from his passion. And the Lord showed me Jesus the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan stood on his right hand to be his adversary. And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan. The Lord that chose Jerusalem rebuke thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? And Jesus was clothed with filthy garments, and he stood before the face of the angel, who answered, and said to them that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And he said to him, Behold, I have taken away thy iniquity, and have clothed thee with change of garments. And he said, Put a clean mitre upon his head. And they put a clean mitre upon his head, and clothed him with garments. And the angel of the Lord stood. And the angel of the Lord protested to Jesus, saying, Thus 
saith the Lord of hosts. If thou wilt walk in my ways, and keep my charge, thou also shalt judge my house, and shalt keep my courts. And I will give thee some of them that are now present here to walk with thee. Hear, O Jesus, thou high priest, thou and thy friends that dwell before thee, for they are pretending men. For behold, I will bring my servant the Orient. For behold, the stone that I have laid before Jesus, upon one stone there are seven eyes. Behold, I will grave the graving thereof, saith the Lord of hosts, and I will take away the iniquity of that land in one day. In that day, saith the Lord of hosts, every man shall call his friend under the vine and under the fig tree. Chapter 4 The Vision of the Golden Candlestick and Seven Lamps and of the Two Olive Trees Zorobabel shall finish the building of the temple. And the angel that spoke in me came again, and he waked me as a man that is wakened out of his sleep. And he said to me, What seest thou? And I said, I have looked, and behold, a candlestick all of gold, and its lamp upon the top of it, and the seven lights thereof upon it, and seven funnels for the lights that were upon the top thereof, and two olive trees over it, one upon the right side of the lamp, and the other upon the left side thereof. And I answered and said to the angel that spoke in me, saying, What are these things, my lord? And the angel that spoke in me answered and said to me, Knowest thou not what these things are? And I said, No, my lord. And he answered and spoke to me, saying, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, saying, Not with an army, nor by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? Thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring out the chief stone, and shall give equal grace to the grace thereof. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundations of this house, and his hands shall finish it, and you shall know that the Lord of hosts hath sent me to you. For who hath despised little days, and they shall rejoice, and shall see the tin plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel? These are the seven eyes of the Lord that run to and fro through the whole earth. And I answered and said to him, What are these two olive trees upon the right side of the candlestick? and upon the left side thereof. And I answered again and said to him, What are the two olive branches that are by the two golden beaks in which are the funnels of gold? And he spoke to me, saying, Knowest thou not what these are? And I said, No, my lord. And he said, These are two sons of oil who stand before the Lord of the whole earth. Chapter 5 the vision of the flying volume, and of the woman in the vessel. And I turned and lifted up my eyes, and I saw, and behold, a volume flying. And he said to me, What seest thou? And I said, I see a volume flying. The length thereof is twenty cubits, and the breadth thereof ten cubits. And he said to me, This is the curse that goeth forth over the face of the earth. For every thief shall be judged, as is there written. And every one that sweareth in like manner shall be judged by it. I will bring it forth, saith the Lord of hosts, and it shall come to the house of the thief, and to the house of him that sweareth falsely by my name. And it shall remain in the midst of his house, and shall consume it, with the timber thereof, and the stones thereof. And the angel went forth that spoke in me, and he said to me, Lift up thy eyes, and 
see what this is that goeth forth. And I said, What is it? And he said, This is a vessel going forth. And he said, This is their eye in all the earth. And behold, a talent of lead was carried, and behold, a woman sitting in the midst of the vessel. And he said, This is wickedness. And he cast her into the midst of the vessel, and cast the weight of lead upon the mouth thereof. And I lifted up my eyes, and looked, and behold, there came out two women, and wind was in their wings. They had wings like the wings of a kite, and they lifted up the vessel between the earth and the heaven. And I said to the angel that spoke in me, Whither do these carry the vessel? And he said to me, That a house may be built for it in the land of Sinar, and that it may be established and set there upon its own basis. Chapter 6 The vision of the four chariots. Crowns are ordered for Jesus the high priest as a type of Christ. And I turned and lifted up my eyes and saw, and behold, four chariots came out from the midst of two mountains. And the mountains were mountains of brass. In the first chariot were red horses, and in the second chariot black horses, and in the third chariot white horses, and in the fourth chariot grizzled horses and strong ones. And I answered and said to the angel that spoke in me, What are these, my Lord? And the angel answered and said to me, These are the four winds of the heaven, which go forth to stand before the Lord of all the earth, that in which were the black horses went forth into the land of the north, and the white went forth after them, and the grizzled went forth to the land of the south. And they that were most strong went out and sought to go, and to run to and fro through all the earth. And he said, Go, walk throughout the earth. And they walked throughout the earth. And he called me and spoke to me, saying, Behold, they that go forth into the land of the north have quieted my spirit in the land of the north. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Take of them of the captivity of Holdai, and of Tobias, and of Idias. Thou shalt come in that day, and shalt go into the house of Josias, the son of Sophonias, who came out of Babylon. And thou shalt take gold and silver, and shalt make crowns, and thou shalt set them on the head of Jesus, the son of Josedek, the high priest. And thou shalt speak to him, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, saying, Behold a man, the Orient is his name, and under him shall he spring up, and shall build a temple to the Lord. Yea, he shall build a temple to the Lord, and he shall bear the glory, and shall sit and rule upon his throne, and he shall be a priest upon his throne, and the council of peace shall be between them both. And the crown shall be to Helam, and Tobias, and to Dias, and to Hem, the son of Sophonias, a memorial in the temple of the Lord. And they that are far off shall come and shall build in the temple of the Lord. And you shall know that the Lord of hosts sent me to you. But this shall come to pass, if hearing, you will hear the voice of the Lord your God. End of side 2. Please fast forward. The Prophecy of Zacharias, Chapter 7. The people inquire concerning fasting. They are admonished to fast from sin. And it came to pass in the fourth year of King Darius that the word of the Lord came to Zacharias in the fourth day of the ninth month, which is Caslu. When Sarasar and Ragamelech and the men that were with him sent to the house of God to entreat the face of the Lord 
to speak to the priests of the house of the Lord of hosts and to the prophets, saying, Must I weep in the fifth month, or must I sanctify myself, as I have now done for many years? And the word of the Lord of hosts came to me, saying, Speak to all the people of the land and to the priests, saying, When you fasted and mourned in the fifth and the seventh months for these seventy years, did you keep a fast unto me? And when you did eat and drink, did you not eat for yourselves and drink for yourselves? Are not these the words which the Lord spoke by the hand of the former prophets when Jerusalem as yet was inhabited and was wealthy, both itself and the cities round about it? And there were inhabitants towards the south and in the plain. And the word of the Lord came to Zechariah, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, saying, Judge ye true judgment, and show ye mercy and compassion every man to his brother, and oppress not the widow, and the fatherless, and the stranger, and the poor, and let not a man devise evil in his heart against his brother. But they would not hearken, and they turned away the shoulder to depart, and they stopped their ears not to hear. And they made their heart as the adamant stone, lest they should hear the law, and the words which the Lord of hosts sent in his spirit by the hand of the former prophets. So a great indignation came from the Lord of hosts. And it came to pass that as he spoke, and they heard not, so shall they cry, and I will not hear, saith the Lord of hosts. And I dispersed them throughout all kingdoms which they know not, and the land was left desolate behind them, so that no man passed through or returned, and they changed the delightful land into a wilderness. Chapter 8 Joyful Promises to Jerusalem fully verified in the church of Christ. And the word of the Lord of hosts came to me, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I have been jealous for Zion with a great jealousy, and with a great indignation have I been jealous for her. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I am returned to Zion, and I will dwell in the midst of Jerusalem, and Jerusalem shall be called the city of truth, and the mountain of the Lord of hosts, the sanctified mountain. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, there shall yet old men and old women dwell in the streets of Jerusalem, and every man with his staff in his hand through multitude of days. And the streets of the city shall be full of boys and girls playing in the streets thereof. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, If it seem hard in the eyes of the remnant of this people in those days, shall it be hard in my eyes, saith the Lord of hosts? Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will save my people from the land of the east, and from the land of the going down of the sun. And I will bring them, and they shall dwell in the midst of Jerusalem, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God in truth and in justice. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Let your hands be strengthened, you that hear in these days these words by the mouth of the prophets, in the day that the house of the Lord of hosts was founded, that the temple might be built. For before those days there was no hire for men, neither was there hire for beasts, neither was there peace to him that came in, nor to him that went out, because of the tribulation. And I let all men go, every one against his neighbor. But now I will not deal with the remnant of this people according to the former days, saith the Lord of hosts. But there shall be the seed of peace, the vine shall yield her fruit, and the earth shall give her increase, and the heavens shall give their due. And I will cause the remnant of this people to possess all these things. And it shall come to pass that as you were a curse among the Gentiles, O house of Judah and house of Israel, so will I save you, and you shall be a blessing. Fear not, let your hands be strengthened. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, As I proposed to afflict you, when your fathers had provoked me to wrath, saith the Lord, and I had no mercy, so turning again I have thought in these days to do good to the house of Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, 
These then are the things which you shall do. Speak ye truth, every one to his neighbor. Judge ye truth and judgment of peace in your gates. And let none of you imagine evil in your hearts against his friend. And love not a false oath. For all these are the things that I hate, saith the Lord. And the word of the Lord of hosts came to me, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, The fast of the fourth month, and the fast of the fifth, and the fast of the seventh, and the fast of the tenth, shall be to the house of Judah joy and gladness and great solemnities. Only love ye truth and peace. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Until people come and dwell in many cities, and the inhabitants go one to another, saying, Let us go and entreat the face of the Lord, and let us seek the Lord of hosts. I also will go. And many peoples and strong nations shall come to seek the Lord of hosts in Jerusalem, and to entreat the face of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, In those days wherein ten men of all languages of the Gentiles shall take hold, and shall hold fast the skirt of one that is a Jew, saying, We will go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. Chapter 9 God will defend his church and bring over even her enemies to the faith. The meek coming of Christ to bring peace, to deliver the captives by his blood, and to give us all good things. The burden of the word of the Lord in the land of Hadrach and of Damascus, the rest thereof, for the eye of man and of all the tribes of Israel is the Lord's. Emath also in the borders thereof, and Tyre and Sidon, for they have taken to themselves to be exceeding wise. And Tyre hath built herself a stronghold, and heaped together silver as earth, and gold as the mire of the streets. Behold, the Lord shall possess her, and shall strike her strength in the sea, and she shall be devoured with fire. Ascalon shall see, and shall fear, and Gaza, and shall be very sorrowful, and Akaron, because her hope is confounded. And the king shall perish from Gaza, and Ascalon shall not be inhabited. And the divider shall sit in Azotus, and I will destroy the pride of the Philistines. And I will take away his blood out of his mouth, and his abominations from between his teeth. And even he shall be left to our God, and he shall be as a governor in Judah, and a Karan as a Jebusite. And I will encompass my house with them that serve me in war, going and returning, and the oppressor shall no more pass through them, for now I have seen with my eyes. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout for joy, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king will come to thee, the just and savior. He is poor and riding upon an ass, and upon a colt, the foal of the ass. And I will destroy the chariot out of Ephraim, and the horse out of Jerusalem, and the bow for war shall be broken. And he shall speak peace to the Gentiles, and his power shall be from sea to sea, and from the rivers even to the end of the earth. Thou also by the blood of thy testament hath sent forth thy prisoners out of the pit, wherein is no water. Return to the stronghold, ye prisoners of hope. I will render thee double as I declare today. Because I have bent Judah for me as a bow, I have filled Ephraim, and I will raise up thy sons, O Sion, above thy sons, O Greece, and I will make thee as the sword of the mighty. And the Lord God shall be seen over them, and his dart shall go forth as lightning. And the Lord God will sound the trumpet, and go in the whirlwind of the south. The Lord of hosts will protect them, and they shall devour and subdue with the stones of the sling. And drinking they shall be inebriated, as it were, with wine. And they shall be filled as bowls, and as the horns of the altar. And the Lord their God will save them in that day, as the flock of his people. For holy stones shall be lifted up over his land. 
For what is the good thing of him, and what is his beautiful thing, but the corn of the elect, and wine springing forth virgins? Chapter 10. God is to be sought to, and not idols. The victories of his church, which shall arise originally from the Jewish nation. Ask ye of the Lord rain in the latter season, and the Lord will make snows, and will give them showers of rain to every one grass in the field. For the idols have spoken what was unprofitable, and the diviners have seen a lie, and the dreamers have spoken vanity. They comforted in vain. Therefore they were led away as a flock. They shall be afflicted because they have no shepherd. My wrath is kindled against the shepherds, and I will visit upon the buck goats. For the Lord of hosts hath visited his flock, the house of Judah, and hath made them as the horse of his glory in the battle. Out of him shall come forth the corner, out of him the pin, out of him the bow of battle, out of him every exactor together. And they shall be as mighty men, treading underfoot the mire of the ways in battle. And they shall fight, because the Lord is with them, and the riders of horses shall be confounded. And I will strengthen the house of Judah, and save the house of Joseph. And I will bring them back again, because I will have mercy on them, and they shall be as they were when I had cast them off. For I am the Lord their God, and will hear them. And they shall be as the valiant men of Ephraim, and their hearts shall rejoice as through wine. And their children shall see, and shall rejoice, and their hearts shall be joyful in the Lord. I will whistle for them, and I will gather them together, because I have redeemed them. And I will multiply them as they were multiplied before. And I will sow them among peoples, and from afar they shall remember me. And they shall live with their children, and shall return. And I will bring them back out of the land of Egypt, and will gather them from among the Assyrians, and will bring them to the land of Galad and Lebanus, and place shall not be found for them. And he shall pass over the strait of the sea, and shall strike the waves in the sea, and all the depths of the river shall be confounded, and the pride of Assyria shall be humbled, and the scepter of Egypt shall depart. I will strengthen them in the Lord, and they shall walk in his name, saith the Lord. Chapter 11. The Destruction of Jerusalem and the Temple. God's Dealings with the Jews and their reprobation. Open thy gates, O Lebanus, and let fire devour thy cedars. Howl, thou fir tree, for the cedar is fallen, for the mighty are laid waste. Howl, ye oaks of Basan, because the fenced forest is cut down. The voice of the howling of the shepherds, because their glory is laid waste. The voice of the roaring of the lions, because the pride of the Jordan is spoiled. Thus saith the Lord my God, Feed the flock of the slaughter which they that possessed slew and repented not. And they sold them, saying, Blessed be the Lord, we are become rich, and their shepherds spared them not. And I will no more spare the inhabitants of the land, saith the Lord. Behold, I will deliver the men, every one, into his neighbor's hand, and into the hand of his king. And they shall destroy the land, and I will not deliver it out of their hand. And I will feed the flock of slaughter for this, O ye poor of the flock. And I took unto me two rods, one I called beauty, and the other I called accord, and I fed the flock. And I cut off three shepherds in one month, and my soul was straitened in their regard, for their soul also varied in my regard. And I said, I will not feed you. That which dieth, let it die, and that which is cut off, let it be cut off, and let the rest devour every one the flesh of his neighbor. And I took my rod that was called beauty, and I cut it asunder to make void my covenant which I had made with all people. 
and it was made void in that day. And so the poor of the flock that keep for me understood that it is the word of the Lord. And I said to them, If it be good in your eyes, bring hither my wages, and if not, be quiet. And they weighed for my wages thirty pieces of silver. And the Lord said to me, Cast it to the statuary, a handsome price that I was prized at by them. And I took the thirty pieces of silver, and I cast them into the house of the Lord to the statuary. And I cut off my second rod that was called a cord, that I might break the brotherhood between Judah and Israel. And the Lord said to me, Take to thee yet the instruments of a foolish shepherd. For behold, I will raise up a shepherd in the land, who shall not visit what is forsaken, nor seek what is scattered, nor heal what is broken, nor nourish that which standeth. And he shall eat the flesh of the fat ones, and break their hooves. O shepherd and idol that forsaketh the flock, the sword upon his arm and upon his right eye, his arm shall quiet wither away, and his right eye shall be utterly darkened. Chapter 12. God shall protect his church against her persecutors. The morning of Jerusalem. The burden of the word of the Lord upon Israel. Thus saith the Lord, who stretcheth forth the heavens, and layeth the foundations of the earth, and formeth the spirit of man in him. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a lintel of surfeiting to all the people round about, and Judah also shall be in the siege against Jerusalem. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will make Jerusalem a burdensome stone to all people. All that shall lift it up shall be rent and torn, and all the kingdoms of the earth shall be gathered together against her. In that day, saith the Lord, I will strike every horse with astonishment, and his rider with madness. And I will open my eyes upon the house of Judah, and will strike every horse of the nations with blindness. And the governors of Judah shall say in their heart, Let the inhabitants of Jerusalem be strengthened for me in the Lord of hosts, their God. In that day I will make the governors of Judah like a furnace of fire amongst wood, and as a firebrand amongst hay. And they shall devour all the people round about, to the right hand and to the left. And Jerusalem shall be inhabited again in her own place in Jerusalem. And the Lord shall save the tabernacles of Judah, as in the beginning, that the house of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem may not boast and magnify themselves against Judah. In that day shall the Lord protect the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And he that hath offended among them in that day shall be as David, and the house of David as that of God, as an angel of the Lord in their sight. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. And I will pour out upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of prayers. And they shall look upon me, whom they have pierced. And they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for an only son. And they shall grieve over him, as the manner is to grieve for the death of the firstborn. In that day there shall be a great lamentation in Jerusalem, like the lamentation of Adad-Rimon in the plain of Megadon. And the land shall mourn, families and families apart, the families of the house of David apart and their women apart, the families of the house of Nathan apart and their women apart, the families of the house of Levi apart and their women apart, the families of Semai apart and their women apart, all the rest of the families, families and families apart and their women apart. Chapter 13, the fountain of Christ idols and false prophets shall be extirpated. Christ shall suffer, his people shall be tried by fire. In that day there shall be a fountain open to the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for the washing of the sinner and of the unclean woman. And it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord of hosts, 
that I will destroy the names of idols out of the earth, and they shall be remembered no more. And I will take away the false prophets and the unclean spirit out of the earth. And it shall come to pass that when any man shall prophesy any more, his father and his mother that brought him into the world shall say to him, Thou shalt not live, because thou hast spoken a lie in the name of the Lord. And his father and his mother, his parents, shall thrust him through when he shall prophesy. And it shall come to pass in that day that the prophets shall be confounded, every one by his own vision, when he shall prophesy, neither shall they be clad with a garment of sackcloth to deceive. And he shall say, I am no prophet, I am a husbandman, for Adam is my example from my youth. And they shall say to him, What are these wounds in the midst of thy hands? And he shall say, With these I was wounded in the house of them that loved me. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd and against the man that cleaveth to me, saith the Lord of hosts. Strike the shepherd, and the sheep shall be scattered, and I will turn my hand to the little ones. And there shall be in all the earth, saith the Lord, two parts in it shall be scattered, and shall perish, but the third part shall be left therein. And I will bring the third part through the fire, and will refine them as silver is refined, and I will try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name, and I will hear them. I will say, Thou art my people, and they shall say, The Lord is my God. Chapter 14. After the persecutions of the church shall follow great prosperity. Persecutors shall be punished. So shall all that will not serve God in his church. Behold, the days of the Lord shall come, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. And I will gather all nations to Jerusalem to battle. And the city shall be taken, and the houses shall be rifled, and the women shall be defiled. And half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the rest of the people shall not be taken away out of the city. Then the Lord shall go forth, and shall fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle. And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is over against Jerusalem toward the east. And the Mount of Olives shall be divided in the midst thereof to the east and to the west with a very great opening. And half of the mountain shall be separated to the north and half thereof to the south. And you shall flee to the valley of those mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall be joined even to the next. And you shall flee as you fled from the face of the earthquake in the days of Ozias, king of Judah. And the Lord my God shall come and all the saints with him. And it shall come to pass in that day that there shall be no light but cold and frost. And there shall be one day which is known to the Lord, not day nor night. And in the time of the evening there shall be light. And it shall come to pass in that day that living waters shall go out from Jerusalem, half of them to the east sea and half of them to the last sea. They shall be in summer and in winter. And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day there shall be one Lord, and his name shall be one. And all the land shall return even to the desert, from the hill to Remon to the south of Jerusalem. And she shall be exalted, and shall dwell in her own place, from the gate of Benjamin even to the place of the former gate, and even to the gate of the corners, and from the tower of Hananiel even to the king's wine presses. And people shall dwell in it, and there shall be no more an anathema, but Jerusalem shall sit secure. And this shall be the plague wherewith the Lord shall strike all nations that have fought against Jerusalem. The flesh of every one shall consume away while they stand upon their feet and their eyes shall consume away in their holes, and their tongue shall consume away in their mouth. In that day there shall be a great tumult from the Lord among them, and a man shall take the hand of his neighbor, and his hand shall be clasped upon his neighbor's hand. And even Judah shall fight against Jerusalem, 
and the riches of all nations round about shall be gathered together, gold and silver and garments in great abundance. And the destruction of the horse and of the mule and of the camel and of the ass and of all the beasts that shall be in those tents shall be like this destruction. And all they that shall be left of all nations that came against Jerusalem shall go up from year to year to adore the king, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the feast of tabernacles. And it shall come to pass that he that shall not go up of the families of the land of Jerusalem to adore the king, the Lord of hosts, there shall be no rain upon them. And if the family of Egypt go not up nor come, neither shall it be upon them. But there shall be destruction wherewith the Lord will strike all nations that will not go up to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. This shall be the sin of Egypt, and this the sin of all nations that will not go up to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. In that day which is upon the bridle of the horse shall be holy to the Lord, and the cauldrons in the house of the Lord shall be as the files before the altar. And every cauldron in Jerusalem and Judah shall be sanctified to the Lord of hosts, and all that sacrifice shall come and take of them, and shall seethe in them. The merchant shall be no more in the house of the Lord of hosts in that day. Thus concludes the prophecy of Zacharias. The prophecy of Malachi, chapter 1. God reproaches the Jews with their ingratitude and the priests for not offering pure sacrifices. He will accept of the sacrifice that shall be offered in every place among the Gentiles. The burden of the word of the Lord to Israel by the hand of Malachi. I have loved you, saith the Lord, and you have said, Wherein hast thou loved us? Was not Esau brother to Jacob, saith the Lord, and I have loved Jacob, but have hated Esau? And I have made his mountains a wilderness, and given his inheritance to the dragons of the desert. But of Edom shall say, We are destroyed, but we will return and build up what hath been destroyed. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, They shall build up, and I will throw down. And they shall be called the borders of wickedness, and the people with whom the Lord is angry forever. And your eyes shall see, and you shall say, The Lord be magnified upon the border of Israel. The son honoreth the father, and the servant is master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Saith the Lord of hosts. To you, O priests, that despise my name, and have said, Wherein have we despised thy name? You offer polluted bread upon my altar, and you say, Wherein have we polluted thee? In that you say, the table of the Lord is contemptible. If you offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And if you offer the lame and the sick, is it not evil? Offer it to thy prince, if he will be pleased with it, or if he will regard thy face, saith the Lord of hosts. And now beseech ye the face of God, that he may have mercy on you, for by your hand hath this been done, if by any means he will receive your faces, saith the Lord of hosts. Who is there among you that will shut the doors and will kindle the fire on my altar gratis? I have no pleasure in you, saith the Lord of hosts, and I will not receive a gift of your hand. For from the rising of the sun even to the going down, my name is great among the Gentiles, and in every place there is sacrifice, and there is offered to my name a clean oblation. For my name is great among the Gentiles, saith the Lord of hosts. And you have profaned it in that you say, The table of the Lord is defiled, and that which is laid thereupon is contemptible with the fire that devoureth it. And you have said, Behold of our labor, and you puffed it away, saith the Lord of hosts, and you brought in of repine the lame and the sick, and brought in an offering. 
Shall I accept it at your hand, saith the Lord? Cursed is the deceitful man that hath in his flock a male, and making a vow offereth in sacrifice that which is feeble to the Lord. For I am a great king, saith the Lord of hosts, and my name is dreadful among the Gentiles. Chapter 2. The priests are sharply reproved for neglecting their covenant, the evil of marrying with idolaters, and too easily putting away their wives. And now, O ye priests, this commandment is to you. If you will not hear, and if you will not lay it to heart to give glory to my name, saith the Lord of hosts, I will send poverty upon you, and will curse your blessings. Yea, I will curse them, because you have not laid it to heart. Behold, I will cast the shoulder to you, and I will scatter upon your face the dung of your solemnities, and it shall take you away with it. And you shall know that I sent you this commandment, that my covenant might be with Levi, saith the Lord of hosts. My covenant was with him of life and peace, and I gave him fear, and he feared me, and he was afraid before my name. The law of truth was in his mouth, and iniquity was not found in his lips walked with me in peace and in equity, and turned many away from iniquity. For the lips of the priest shall keep knowledge, and they shall seek the law at his mouth, because he is the angel of the Lord of hosts. But you have departed out of the way, and have caused many to stumble at the law. You have made void the covenant of Levi, saith the Lord of hosts. Therefore have I also made you contemptible, and base before all people, as you have not kept my ways, and have accepted persons in the law. Have we not all one Father? Hath not one God created us? Why then doth every one of us despise his brother, violating the covenant of our fathers? Judah hath transgressed, and abomination hath been committed in Israel and in Jerusalem. For Judah hath profaned the holiness of the Lord, which he loved, and hath married the daughter of a strange God. The Lord will cut off the man that hath done this, both the master and the scholar, out of the tabernacles of Jacob, and him that offereth an offering to the Lord of hosts. And this again have you done. You have covered the altar of the Lord with tears, with weeping and bellowing, so that I have no more a regard to sacrifice, neither do I accept any atonement at your hands. And you have said, For what cause? Because the Lord hath been witness between thee and the wife of thy youth, whom thou hast despised. Yet she was thy partner and the wife of thy covenant. Did not one make her, and she is the residue of his spirit? And what doth one seek but the seed of God? Keep then your spirit, and despise not the wife of thy youth. When thou shalt hate her, put her away, saith the Lord, the God of Israel. But iniquity shall cover his garment, saith the Lord of hosts. Keep your spirit, and despise not. You have wearied the Lord with your words, and you said, Wherein have we wearied him? And what you say... Everyone that doth evil is good in the sight of the Lord, and such please him. Or surely, where is the God of judgment? Chapter 3. Christ shall come to his temple and purify the priesthood. They that continue in their evil ways shall be punished, but true penitence shall receive a blessing. Behold, I send my angel, and he shall prepare the way before my face. And presently the Lord whom you seek and the angel of the testament whom you desire shall come to his temple. Behold, he cometh, saith the Lord of hosts. And who shall be able to think of the day of his coming? And who shall stand to see him? For he is like a refining fire and like the fuller's herb. And he shall sit refining and cleansing the silver 
and he shall purify the sons of Levi, and he shall refine them as gold and as silver, and they shall offer sacrifices to the Lord in justice. And the sacrifice of Judah and Jerusalem shall please the Lord, as in the days of old and in the ancient years. And I will come to you in judgment, and will be a speedy witness against sorcerers and adulterers and false swearers, and them that oppress the hireling and his wages, the widows and the fatherless, and oppress the stranger, and have not feared me, saith the Lord of hosts. For I am the Lord, and I change not, and you, the sons of Jacob, are not consumed. For from the days of your fathers you have departed from my ordinances, and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, saith the Lord of hosts. And you have said, Wherein shall we return? Shall a man afflict God? For you afflict me. And you have said, Wherein do we afflict thee? In tithes and in firstfruits. And you are cursed with want, and you afflict me, even the whole nation of you. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And try me in this, saith the Lord. If I open not unto you the floodgates of heaven, and pour you out a blessing even to abundance, that I will rebuke for your sakes the devourer, and he shall not spoil the fruit of your land, neither shall the vine in the field be barren, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations shall call you blessed, for you shall be a delightful land, saith the Lord of hosts. Your words have been unsufferable to me, saith the Lord. And you have said, What have we spoken against thee? You have said, He laboreth in vain that serveth God, and what profit is it that we have kept his ordinances, and that we have walked sorrowful before the Lord of hosts? Wherefore now we call the proud people happy, for they that work wickedness are built up, and they have tempted God and are preserved. Then they that feared the Lord spoke every one with his neighbor, and the Lord gave ear and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that fear the Lord and think on his name. And they shall be my special possession, saith the Lord of hosts, in the day that I do judgment, and I will spare them as a man spareth his son that serveth him. And you shall return and shall see the difference between the just and the wicked, and between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. Chapter 4 The Judgment of the Wicked and Reward of the Just An Exhortation to Observe the Law Elias shall come for the conversion of the Jews. For behold, the day shall come kindled as a furnace, and all the proud and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall set them on fire, saith the Lord of hosts, it shall not leave them root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name, the Son of Justice shall arise, and health in his wings, and you shall go forth, and shall leap like calves of the herd. And you shall tread down the wicked, when they shall be ashes under the sole of your feet in the day that I do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Remember the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded him in Horeb for all Israel, the precepts and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elias the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with anathema. Thus concludes the prophecy of Malachias and all the prophets. The first book of Maccabees, chapter 1. The reign of Alexander and his successors. Antiochus rifles and profanes the temple of God and persecutes unto death all that will not forsake the law of God and the religion of their fathers. Now it came to pass after that Alexander the son of Philip the Macedonian who first reigned in Greece 
coming out of the land of Kitham, and overthrown Darius, king of the Persians and Medes. He fought many battles and took the strongholds of all and slew the kings of the earth. And he went through even to the ends of the earth and took the spoils of many nations, and the earth was quiet before him. And he gathered a power and a very strong army, and his heart was exalted and lifted up. And he subdued countries of nations and princes, and they became tributaries to him. And after these things he fell down upon his bed and knew that he should die. And he called his servants, the nobles that were brought up with him from his youth. And he divided his kingdom among them while he was yet alive. And Alexander reigned twelve years, and he died. And his servants made themselves kings, every one in his place. And they all put crowns upon themselves after his death, and their sons after them many years, and evils were multiplied in the earth. And there came out of them a wicked root, Antiochus and Illustrious, the son of King Antiochus, who had been a hostage at Rome. And he reigned in the hundred and thirty-seventh year of the kingdom of the Greeks. In those days there went out of Israel wicked men, and they persuaded many, saying, Let us go and make a covenant with the heathens that are round about us. For since we departed from them, many evils have befallen us. And the word seemed good in their eyes. And some of the people determined to do this and went to the king, and he gave them license to do after the ordinances of the heathens. And they built a place of exercise in Jerusalem, according to the laws of the nations. And they made themselves prepuces and departed from the holy covenant and joined themselves to the heathens and were sold to do evil. And the kingdom was established before Antiochus, and he had a mind to reign over the land of Egypt, that he might reign over two kingdoms. And he entered into Egypt with a great multitude, with chariots and elephants and horsemen, and a great number of ships. And he made war against Ptolemy, king of Egypt. But Ptolemy was afraid at his presence, and fled, and many were wounded unto death. And he took the strong cities in the land of Egypt, and he took the spoils of the land of Egypt. And after Antiochus had ravaged Egypt in the hundred and forty-third year, he returned and went up against Israel. And he went up to Jerusalem with a great multitude. And he proudly entered into the sanctuary and took away the golden altar and the candlestick of light and all the vessels thereof and the table of proposition and the pouring vessels and the vials and the little mortars of gold and the veil and the crowns and the golden ornament that was before the temple. And he broke them all in pieces. And he took the silver and gold and the precious vessels and he took the hidden treasures which he found and when he had taken all away he departed into his own country. And he made a great slaughter of men and spoke very proudly. And there was great mourning in Israel and in every place where they were. And the princes and the ancients mourned and the virgins and the young men were made feeble. And the beauty of the women was changed. Every bridegroom took up lamentation and the bride that sat in the marriage bed mourned. And the land was moved for the inhabitants thereof and all the house of Jacob was covered with confusion. And after two full years, the king sent the chief collector of his tributes to the cities of Judah. And he came to Jerusalem with a great multitude. And he spoke to them peaceable words and deceit. And they believed him. And he fell upon the city suddenly and struck it with a great slaughter and destroyed much people in Israel. And he took the spoils of the city and burnt it with fire and threw down the houses thereof and the walls thereof round about. And they took the women captive and the children and the cattle they possessed. And they built the city of David with a great and strong wall and with strong towers and made it a fortress for them. And they placed there a sinful nation, wicked men, 
and they fortified themselves therein, and they stored up armor and victuals, and gathered together the spoils of Jerusalem, and laid them up there, and they became a great snare. And this was a place to lie in wait against the sanctuary, and an evil devil in Israel. And they shed innocent blood round about the sanctuary, and defiled the holy place. And the inhabitants of Jerusalem fled away by reason of them, and the city was made the habitation to strangers, and she became a stranger to her own seed, and her children forsook her. Her sanctuary was desolate like a wilderness. Her festival days were turned into mourning, her sabbaths into reproach, her honors were brought to nothing. Her dishonor was increased according to her glory, and her excellency was turned into mourning. And King Antiochus wrote to all his kingdom that all the people should be one, and every one should leave his own law. And all nations consented according to the word of King Antiochus. And many of Israel consented to his service, and they sacrificed to idols and profaned the Sabbath. And the king sent letters by the hands of messengers to Jerusalem and to all the cities of Judah that they should follow the law of the nations of the earth and should forbid holocausts and sacrifices and atonements to be made in the temple of God, and should prohibit the Sabbath and the festival days to be celebrated. And he commanded the holy places to be profaned, and the holy people of Israel. And he commanded altars to be built, and temples, and idols, and swine's flesh to be immolated, and unclean beasts. And they that should leave their children uncircumcised, and let their souls be defiled with all uncleannesses and abominations, to the end that they should forget the law, and should change all the justifications of God, and that whosoever would not do according to the word of King Antiochus should be put to death. According to all these words he wrote to his whole kingdom, and he appointed rulers over the people that should force them to do these things. And they commanded the cities of Judah to sacrifice. Then many of the people were gathered to them that had forsaken the law of the Lord, and they committed evils in the land. And they drove away the people of Israel into lurking holes and into the secret places of fugitives. And on the fifteenth day of the month, Keslau, in the hundred and forty-fifth year, King Antiochus set up the abominable idol of desolation upon the altar of God, and they built altars throughout all the cities of Judah round about. And they burnt incense and sacrificed at the doors of the houses and in the streets. And they cut in pieces and burnt with fire the books of the law of God. And every one with whom the books of the testament of the Lord were found, and whosoever observed the law of the Lord, they put to death, according to the edict of the king. Thus by their power did they deal with the people of Israel that were found in the cities month after month. And on the five and twentieth day of the month they sacrificed upon the altar of the idol that was over against the altar of God. Now the women that circumcised their children were slain according to the commandment of King Antiochus. And they hanged the children about their necks in all their houses. And those that had circumcised them they put to death. And many of the people of Israel determined with themselves that they would not eat unclean things. And they chose rather to die than to be defiled with unclean meats. And they would not break the holy law of God. And they were put to death. And there was very great wrath upon the people. End of side one. Please fast forward. zeal and success of Mattathias, his exhortation to his sons at his death. In those days arose Mattathias, the son of John, the son of Simeon, a priest of the sons of Jorib, from Jerusalem, and he abode in the mountains of Modin. And he had five sons, John, who was surnamed Gaddis, and Simon, who was surnamed Thesai, 
and Judas, who was called Maccabeus, and Eleazar, who was surnamed Abaron, and Jonathan, who was surnamed Aphos. These saw the evils that were done in the people of Judah and in Jerusalem. And Mattathias said, Woe is me, wherefore was I born to see the ruin of my people and the ruin of the holy city, and to dwell there when it is given into the hands of the enemies? The holy places are come into the hands of strangers. Her temple is become as a man without honor. The vessels of her glory are carried away captive. Her old men are murdered in the streets, and her young men are fallen by the sword of the enemies. What nation hath not inherited her kingdom and gotten of her spoils? All her ornaments are taken away. She that was free is made a slave. And behold, our sanctuary and our beauty and our glory is laid waste, and the Gentiles have defiled them. To what end then should we live any longer? And Mattathias and his sons rent their garments, and they covered themselves with hair cloth and made great lamentation. And they that were sent from King Antiochus came thither to compel them that were fled into the city of Modin to sacrifice and to burn incense and to depart from the law of God. And many of the people of Israel consented and came to them. But Mattathias and his sons stood firm. And they that were sent from Antiochus answering said to Mattathias, Thou art a ruler and an honorable and great man in this city and adorned with sons and brethren. Therefore, come thou first and obey the king's commandment as all nations have done and the men of Judah and they that remain in Jerusalem and thou and thy sons shall be in the number of the king's friends and enriched with gold and silver and many presents. Then Mattathias answered and said with a loud voice, Although all nations obey King Antiochus so as to depart every man from the service of the law of his fathers and consent to his commandments, I and my sons and my brethren will obey the law of our fathers. God be merciful unto us. It is not profitable for us to forsake the law and the justices of God. We will not hearken to the words of King Antiochus, neither will we sacrifice and transgress the commandments of our law to go another way. Now as he left off speaking these words, there came a certain Jew in the sight of all to sacrifice to the idols upon the altar in the city of Modin, according to the king's commandment. And Mattathias saw and was grieved, and his reins trembled, and his wrath was kindled according to the judgment of the law, and running upon him he slew him upon the altar. Moreover, the man whom King Antiochus had sent, who compelled them to sacrifice, he slew at the same time, and pulled down the altar, and showed zeal for the law as Phinees did by Zemri, the son of Salome. And Mattathias cried out in the city with a loud voice, saying, Every one that hath zeal for the law and maintaineth the testament, let him follow me. So he and his sons fled into the mountains and left all that they had in the city. Then many that sought after judgment and justice went down into the desert, and they abode there, they and their children and their wives and their cattle, because afflictions increased upon them. It was told to the king's men and to the army that was in Jerusalem in the city of David that certain men who had broken the king's commandment were gone away into the secret places in the wilderness, and that many were gone after them. And forthwith they went out towards them and made war against them on the Sabbath day. And they said to them, Do you still resist? Come forth and do according to the edict of King Antiochus, and you shall live. And they said, We will not come forth, neither will we obey the king's edict to profane the Sabbath day. And they made haste to give them battle, but they answered them not. Neither did they cast a stone at them, nor stopped up the secret places, saying, Let us all die in our innocency, and heaven and earth shall be witnesses for us 
that you put us to death wrongfully. So they gave them battle on the Sabbath, and they were slain with their wives and their children and their cattle to the number of a thousand persons. And Mattathias and his friends heard of it, and they mourned for them exceedingly. And every man said to his neighbor, If we shall all do as our brethren have done, and not fight against the heathens for our lives and our justifications, they will now quickly root us out of the earth. And they determined in that day, saying, Whosoever shall come up against us to fight on the Sabbath day, we will fight against him, and we will not all die, as our brethren that were slain in the secret places. Then was assembled to them the congregation of the Assidians, the stoutest of Israel, every one that had a good will for the law. And all they that fled from the evils joined themselves to them and were a support to them. And they gathered an army and slew the sinners in their wrath and the wicked men in their indignation. And the rest fled to the nations for safety. And Mattathias and his friends went round about and they threw down the altars and they circumcised all the children whom they found in the confines of Israel that were uncircumcised, and they did valiantly. And they pursued after the children of pride, and the work prospered in their hands. And they recovered the law out of the hands of the nations, and out of the hands of the kings, and they yielded not the horn to the sinner. Now the days drew near that Mattathias should die, and he said to his sons, Now hath pride and chastisement gotten strength, and the time of destruction and the wrath of indignation. Now therefore, O my sons, be ye zealous for the law, and give your lives for the covenant of your fathers, and call to remembrance the works of the fathers which they have done in their generations, and you shall receive great glory and an everlasting name. Was not Abraham found faithful in temptation, and it was reputed to him unto justice? Joseph, in the time of his distress, kept the commandment, and he was made lord of Egypt. Phinees, our father, by being fervent in the zeal of God, received the covenant of an everlasting priesthood. Jesus, while he fulfilled the word, was made ruler in Israel. Caleb, for bearing witness before the congregation, received an inheritance. David, by his mercy, obtained the throne of an everlasting kingdom. Elias, while he was full of zeal for the law, was taken up into heaven. Ananias and Azarias and Misael, by believing, were delivered out of the flame. Daniel, in his innocency, was delivered out of the mouth of the lions. Thus consider through all generations that none that trust in him fail in strength. And fear not the words of a sinful man, for his glory is dung and worms. Today he is lifted up, and tomorrow he shall not be found, because he is returned into his earth, and his thought is come to nothing. You therefore, my sons, take courage and behave manfully in the law, for by it you shall be glorious. And behold, I know that your brother Simon is a man of counsel, Give ear to him always, and he shall be a father to you. And Judas Maccabeus, who was valiant and strong from his youth up, let him be the leader of your army, and he shall manage the war of the people. And you shall take to you all that observe the law, and revenge ye the wrong of your people. Render to the Gentiles their reward, and take heed to the precepts of the law. And he blessed them, and was joined to his fathers. And he died in the hundred and forty-sixth year, he was buried by his sons in the sepulchres of his fathers in Modin, and all Israel mourned for him with great mourning. Chapter 3. Judas Maccabeus succeeds his father and overthrows Apollonius and Saron. A great army is sent against him out of Syria. He prepares his people for battle by fasting and prayer. Then his son Judas, called Maccabeus, rose up in his stead. And all his brethren helped him, 
And all they that had joined themselves to his father, and they fought with cheerfulness the battle of Israel. And he got his people great honor, and put on a breastplate as a giant, and girt his warlike armor about him in battles, and protected the camp with his sword. In his acts he was like a lion, and like a lion's whelp roaring for his prey. And he pursued the wicked and sought them out, and them that troubled his people he burnt with fire. And his enemies were driven away for fear of him, and all the workers of iniquity were troubled, and salvation prospered in his hand. And he grieved many kings, and made Jacob glad with his works. And his memory is blessed forever. And he went through the cities of Judah, and destroyed the wicked out of them, and turned away wrath from Israel. And he was renowned even to the uttermost part of the earth. And he gathered them that were perishing. And Apollonius gathered together the Gentiles, and a numerous and great army from Samaria to make war against Israel. And Judas understood it, and went forth to meet him, and he overthrew him, and killed him, and many fell down slain, and the rest fled away. And he took their spoils, and Judas took the sword of Apollonius, and fought with it all his lifetime. And Seron, captain of the army of Syria, heard that Judas had assembled a company of the faithful, and a congregation with him. And he said, I will get me a name, and will be glorified in the kingdom, and will overthrow Judas, and those that are with him, that have despised the edict of the king. And he made himself ready, and the host of the wicked went up with him, strong succors to be revenged of the children of Israel. And they approached even as far as Betharon, and Judas went forth to meet him with a small company. But when they saw the army coming to meet them, they said to Judas, How shall we, being few, be able to fight against so great a multitude, and so strong? And we are ready to faint with fasting today. And Judas said, it is an easy matter for many to be shut up in the hands of a few. And there is no difference in the sight of the God of heaven to deliver with a great multitude or with a small company. For the success of war is not in the multitude of the army, but strength cometh from heaven. They come against us with an insolent multitude and with pride to destroy us and our wives and our children and to take our spoils. But we will fight for our lives and our laws. And the Lord himself will overthrow them before our face. But as for you, fear them not. And as soon as he had made an end of speaking, he rushed suddenly upon them. And Saron and his host were overthrown before him. And he pursued him by the descent of Betharon, even to the plain. And there fell of them eight hundred men, and the rest fled into the land of the Philistines. And the fear of Judas and of his brethren and the dread of them fell upon all the nations round about them. And his fame came to the king and all nations told of the battles of Judas. Now when King Antiochus heard these words, he was angry in his mind, and he sent and gathered the forces of all his kingdom, an exceeding strong army. And he opened his treasury and gave out pay to the army for a year, and he commanded them that they should be ready for all things. And he perceived that the money of his treasures failed, and that the tributes of the country were small because of the dissension, and the evil that he had brought upon the land, that he might take away the laws of old times. And he feared that he should not have as formerly enough for charges and gifts, which he had given before with a liberal hand, for he had abounded more than the kings that had been before him. And he was greatly perplexed in mind, and proposed to go into Persia, and to take tributes of the countries, and to gather much money. And he left Lysias, a nobleman of the blood royal, to oversee the affairs of the kingdom, from the river Euphrates even to the river of Egypt to bring up his son Antiochus till he come again. 
And he delivered to him half the army and the elephants, and he gave him charge concerning all that he would have done, and concerning the inhabitants of Judea and Jerusalem, and that he should send an army against them to destroy and root out the strength of Israel and the remnant of Jerusalem, and to take away the memory of them from that place, and that he should settle strangers to dwell on all their coasts and divide their land by lot. So the king took the half of the army that remained and went forth from Antioch, the chief city of his kingdom, in the 147th year. And he passed over the river Euphrates and went through the higher countries. Then Lysias chose Ptolemy, the son of Doramenus, and Nicanor, and Gorgias, mighty men of the king's friends. And he sent with them 40,000 men and 7,000 horsemen to go into the land of Judah and to destroy it according to the king's orders. So they went forth with all their power and came and pitched near Emmaus in the plain country. And the merchants of the countries heard the fame of them. And they took silver and gold in abundance and servants. And they came into the land to buy the children of Israel for slaves. And they were joined to them the forces of Syria and of the land of the strangers. And Judas and his brethren saw that evils were multiplied and that the armies approached to their borders and they knew the orders the king had given to destroy the people and utterly abolish them. And they said every man to his neighbor, let us raise up the low condition of our people and let us fight for our people and our sanctuary. And the assembly was gathered that they might be ready for battle and that they might pray and ask mercy and compassion. Now Jerusalem was not inhabited, but was like a desert. There was none of her children that went in or out. And the sanctuary was trodden down and the children of strangers were in the castle there was the habitation of the Gentiles, and joy was taken away from Jacob, and the pipe and harp ceased there. And they assembled together and came to Masphah over against Jerusalem, for in Masphah was a place of prayer heretofore in Israel. And they fasted that day and put on haircloth and put ashes upon their heads, and they rent their garments, and they laid upon the books of the law in which the Gentiles searched for the likeness of their idols. And they brought the priestly ornaments and the first fruit and tithes, and stirred up the Nazarites that had fulfilled their days. And they cried with a loud voice toward heaven, saying, What shall we do with these, and whither shall we carry them? For thy holies are trodden down, and are profaned, and thy priests are in mourning, and are brought low. And behold, the nations are come together against us to destroy us. Thou knowest what they intend against us. How shall we be able to stand before their face, unless thou, O God, help us? Then they sounded with trumpets and cried out with a loud voice. And after this, Judas appointed captains over the people, over thousands and over hundreds and over fifties and over tens. And he said to them that were building houses or had betrothed wives or were planting vineyards or were fearful that they should return every man to his house according to the law. So they removed the camp and pitched on the south side of Emmaus. And Judas said, Gird yourselves and be valiant men and be ready against the morning, that you may fight with these nations that are assembled against us to destroy us and our sanctuary. For it is better for us to die in battle than to see the evils of our nation and of the holies. Nevertheless, as it shall be the will of God in heaven, so be it done. Chapter 4. Judas routs the king's army. Gorgias flees before him. Lysias comes against him with a great army, but is defeated. Judas cleanses the temple, sets up a new altar, and fortifies the sanctuary. 
Then Gorgias took 5,000 men and 1,000 of the best horsemen, and they removed out of the camp by night, that they might come upon the camp of the Jews and strike them suddenly. And the men that were of the castle were their guides. And Judas heard of it and rose up, he and the valiant men, to attack the king's forces that were in Emmaus. For as yet the army was dispersed from the camp. And Gorgias came by night into the camp of Judas and found no man, and he sought them in the mountains. For he said, These men flee from us. And when it was day, Judas showed himself in the plain with three thousand men only, who neither had armor nor swords. And they saw the camp of the Gentiles, that it was strong, and the men in breastplates, and the horsemen round about them, and these were trained up to war. And Judas said to the men that were with him, Fear ye not their multitude, neither be ye afraid of their assault. Remember in what manner our fathers were saved in the Red Sea, when Pharaoh pursued them with a great army. And now let us cry to heaven, and the Lord will have mercy on us, and we will remember the covenant of our fathers, and will destroy this army before our face this day. And all nations shall know that there is one that redeemeth and delivereth Israel. And the strangers lifted up their eyes, and saw them coming against them. And they went out of the camp to battle. And they that were with Judas sounded the trumpet. And they joined battle, and the Gentiles were routed, and fled into the plain. But all the hindmost of them fell by the sword, and they pursued them as far as Jezeron, and even the plains of Idumea, and of Azotus, and of Jamnia. And there fell of them to the number of three thousand men. And Judas returned again with his army that followed him. And he said to the people, Be not greedy of the spoils, for there is war before us. And Gorgias and his army are near us in the mountains. But stand ye now against our enemies, and overthrow them, and you shall take the spoils afterwards with safety. And as Judas was speaking these words, behold, part of them appeared, looking forth from the mountain. And Gorgias saw that his men were put to flight, and that they had set fire to the camp. For the smoke that was seen declared what was done. And when they had seen this, they were seized with great fear, seeing at the same time Judas and his army in the plain ready to fight. So they all fled away into the land of the strangers. And Judas returned to take the spoils of the camp. And they got much gold and silver and blue silk and purple of the sea and great riches. And returning home, they sung a hymn and blessed God in heaven, because he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. So Israel had a great deliverance that day. And such of the strangers as escaped went and told Lysias all that had happened. And when he heard these things, he was amazed and discouraged, because things had not succeeded in Israel according to his mind, and as the king had commanded. So the year following Lysias gathered together threescore thousand chosen men and five hundred horsemen, that he might subdue them. And they came into Judea and pitched their tents in Betharon, and Judas met them with ten thousand men. And they saw that the army was strong, and he prayed and said, Blessed art thou, O Savior of Israel, who didst break the violence of the mighty by the hand of thy servant David, and didst deliver up the camp of the strangers into the hands of Jonathan, the son of Saul, and of his armor-bearer. Shut up this army in the hands of thy people Israel, and let them be confounded in their host and their horsemen. Strike them with fear, and cause the boldness of their strength to languish, and let them quake at their own destruction. Cast them down with the sword of them that love thee, and let all that know thy name praise thee with hymns. And they joined battle, and there fell of the army of Lysias five thousand men. And when Lysias saw that his men were put to flight, and how bold the Jews were, and that they were ready either to live or to die manfully, he went to Antioch, 
and chose soldiers that they might come again into Judea with greater numbers. Then Judas and his brethren said, Behold, our enemies are discomfited. Let us go up now to cleanse the holy places and to repair them. And all the army assembled together, and they went up into Mount Zion. And they saw the sanctuary desolate, and the altar profaned, and the gates burnt, and shrubs growing up in the courts as in a forest or on the mountains, and the chambers joining to the temple thrown down. And they rent their garments and made great lamentation, and put ashes on their heads. And they fell down to the ground on their faces, and they sounded with the trumpets of alarm, and they cried towards heaven. Then Judas appointed men to fight against them that were in the castle, till they had cleansed the holy places. And he chose priests without blemish, whose will was set upon the law of God. And they cleansed the holy places, and took away the stones that had been defiled into an unclean place. And he considered about the altar of holocausts that had been profaned, what he should do with it. And a good counsel came into their minds to pull it down, lest it should be a reproach to them, because the Gentiles had defiled it. So they threw it down, and they laid up the stones in the mountain of the temple in a convenient place, till there should come a prophet and give answer concerning them. Then they took whole stones according to the law, and built a new altar according to the former. And they built up the holy places and the things that were within the temple, and they sanctified the temple and the courts. And they made new holy vessels, and brought in the candlestick, and the altar of incense, and the table into the temple. And they put incense upon the altar, and lighted up the lamps that were upon the candlestick, and they gave light in the temple. And they set the loaves upon the table, and hung up the veils, and finished all the works that they had begun to make. And they arose before the morning, in the five and twentieth day of the ninth month, which is the month of Caslu, in the hundred and forty-eighth year. And they offered sacrifice according to the law, upon the new altar of holocausts which they had made. According to the time and according to the day wherein the heathens had defiled it, in the same was it dedicated anew with canticles and harps and lutes and cymbals. And all the people fell upon their faces and adored, and blessed up to heaven him that had prospered them. And they kept the dedication of the altar eight days, and they offered holocausts with joy and sacrifices of salvation and of praise. And they adorned the front of the temple with crowns of gold and escutcheons, and they renewed the gates and the chambers and hung doors upon them. And there was exceeding great joy among the people, and the reproach of the Gentiles was turned away. And Judas and his brethren and all the church of Israel decreed that the day of the dedication of the altar should be kept in its season from year to year for eight days, and from the five and twentieth day of the month of Keslow, with joy and gladness. They built up also at that time Mount Zion with great walls and strong towers round about, lest the Gentiles should at any time come and tread it down as they did before. And he placed a garrison there to keep it, and he fortified it to secure Bethsura, that the people might have a defense against Idumea. Chapter 5. Judas and his brethren attack the enemies of their country, and deliver them that were distressed. Josephus and Azarias, attempting contrary to order to fight against their enemies, are defeated. Now it came to pass, when the nations round about heard that the altar and the sanctuary were built up as before, that they were exceeding angry, and they thought to destroy the generation of Jacob that were among them, and they began to kill some of the people and to persecute them. Then Judas fought against the children of Esau in Idumea, and them that were in Acrobathane, 
because they beset the Israelites round about them, and he made a great slaughter of them. And he remembered the malice of the children of Bean, who were a snare and a stumbling block to the people by lying in wait for them in the way. And they were shut up by him in towers, and he set upon them and devoted them to utter destruction and burnt their towers with fire and all that were in them. Then he passed over to the children of Ammon, where he found a mighty power and much people, and Timotheus was their captain. And he fought many battles with them, and they were discomfited in their sight, and he smote them. And he took the city of Gezer and her towns and returned into Judea. And the Gentiles that were in Galad assembled themselves together against the Israelites that were in their quarters to destroy them. And they fled into the fortress of Dathaman. And they sent letters to Judas and his brethren, saying, The heathens that are round about are gathered together against us to destroy us. And they are preparing to come and to take the fortress into which we are fled. And Timotheus is the captain of their host. Now therefore come and deliver us out of their hands, for many of us are slain. And all our brethren that were in the places of Tubin are killed. And they have carried away their wives and their children captives, and taken their spoils. And they have slain there almost a thousand men. And while they were yet reading these letters, behold, there came other messengers out of Galilee with their garments rent, who related according to these words, saying that they of Ptolemaeus and of Tyre and of Sidon were assembled against them, and all Galilee is filled with strangers in order to consume us. Now when Judas and the people heard these words, a great assembly met together to consider what they should do for their brethren that were in trouble and were assaulted by them. And Judas said to Simon his brother, Choose thee men, and go, and deliver thy brethren in Galilee, and I and my brother Jonathan will go into the country of Galad. And he left Joseph the son of Zacharias and Azarias captains of the people with the remnant of the army in Judea to keep it. And he commanded them, saying, Take ye the charge of this people, but make no war against the heathens till we return. Now three thousand men were allotted to Simon to go into Galilee, and eight thousand to Judas to go into the land of Galad. And Simon went into Galilee, and fought many battles with the heathens. And the heathens were discomfited before his face, and he pursued them even to the gate of Ptolemaeus. And there fell of the heathens almost three thousand men, and he took the spoils of them. And he took with him those that were in Galilee, and in Arbatis, with their wives and children, and all that they had. And he brought them into Judea with great joy. And Judas Maccabeus and Jonathan his brother passed over the Jordan and went three days' journey through the desert. And the Nabatheans met them and received them in a peaceable manner and told them all that had happened to their brethren in the land of Galad, and that many of them were shut up in Barasa and in Bosor and in Alima and in Casphor and in Magath and in Carnaim, all these strong and great cities. Yea, and that they were kept shut up in the rest of the cities of Galad and that they had appointed to bring their army on the morrow near to these cities, and to take them and to destroy them all in one day. Then Judas and his army suddenly turned their march into the desert to Bosor, and took the city. And he slew every male by the edge of the sword, and took all their spoils, and burnt it with fire. And they removed from thence by night, and went till they came to the fortress. And it came to pass that early in the morning, when they lifted up their eyes, behold, there were people without number, carrying ladders and engines to take the fortress and assault them. And Judas saw that the fight was begun, and the cry of the battle went up to heaven like a trumpet, 
and a great cry out of the city. And he said to his host, Fight ye today for your brethren. And he came with three companies behind them, and they sounded their trumpets and cried out in prayer. And the host of Timotheus understood that it was Maccabeus, and they fled away before his face, and they made a great slaughter of them. And there fell of them in that day almost eight thousand men. And Judas turned aside to Mesphah, and assaulted, and took it. And he slew every male thereof, and took the spoils thereof, and burnt it with fire. From thence he marched, and took Caspon, and Magath, and Bosor, and the rest of the cities of Galad. But after this Timotheus gathered another army, and camped over against Raphon beyond the torrent. And Judas sent men to view the army, and they brought him word, saying, All the nations that are round about us are assembled unto him an army exceeding great. And they have hired the Arabians to help them, and they have pitched their tents beyond the torrent, ready to come to fight against thee. And Judas went to meet them. And Timotheus said to the captains of his army, When Judas and his army come near the torrent of water, if he pass over unto us first, we shall not be able to withstand him, for he will certainly prevail over us. But if he be afraid to pass over and camp on the other side of the river, we will pass over to them and shall prevail against him. And when Judas came near the torrent of water, he set the scribes of the people by the torrent and commanded them, saying, Suffer no man to stay behind, but let all come to the battle. And he passed over to them first, and all the people after him and all the heathens were discomfited before them, and they threw away their weapons and fled to the temple that was in Karnaim. And he took that city, and the temple he burnt with fire, with all things that were therein. And Karnaim was subdued and could not stand against the face of Judas. And Judas gathered together all the Israelites that were in the land of Galad, from the least even to the greatest, and their wives and children, and an army exceeding great to come into the land of Judah. And they came as far as Ephron. Now this was a great city situate in the way, strongly fortified, and there was no means to turn from it on the right hand or on the left, but the way was through the midst of it. And they that were in the city shut themselves in and stopped up the gates with stones, and Judas sent to them with peaceable words, saying, let us pass through your land to go into our country, and no man shall hurt you. We will only pass through on foot. But they would not open to them. Then Judas commanded proclamation to be made in the camp, that they should make an assault every man in the place where he was. And the men of the army drew near, and he assaulted that city all the day and all the night. And the city was delivered into his hands. And they slew every male with the edge of the sword, and he raised the city, and took the spoils thereof, and passed through all the city over them that were slain. Then they passed over the Jordan to the great plain that is over against Bethsan. And Judas gathered together the hindmost, and he exhorted the people all the way through, till they came into the land of Judah. And they went up to Mount Zion with joy and gladness, and offered holocausts, because not one of them was slain till they had returned in peace. Now in the days that Judas and Jonathan were in the land of Galad, and Simon his brother in Galilee before Ptolemaeus. Joseph, the son of Zacharias, and Azarias, captain of the soldiers, heard of the good success and the battles that were fought. And he said, Let us also get us a name, and let us go fight against the Gentiles that are round about us. And he gave charge to them that were in his army. And they went towards Jamnia. And Gorgias and his men went out of the city to give them battle. And Joseph and Azarias were put to flight, and were pursued unto the borders of Judea. And there fell on that day of the people of Israel about two thousand men. And there was a great overthrow of the people, because they did not hearken to Judas, 
and his brethren, thinking that they should do manfully. But they were not of the seed of those men by whom salvation was brought to Israel. And the men of Judah were magnified exceedingly in the sight of all Israel and of all the nations where their name was heard. And people assembled to them with joyful acclamations. Then Judas and his brethren went forth and attacked the children of Esau in the land toward the south. And he took Kibron and her towns, and he burnt the walls thereof and the towers all round about it. And he removed his camp to go into the land of the aliens, and he went through Samaria. In that day some priests fell in battle. While desiring to do manfully, they went out unadvisedly to fight. And Judas turned to Azotus into the land of the strangers, and he threw down their altars, and he burnt the statues of their gods with fire. And he took the spoils of the cities and returned into the land of Judah. Chapter 6 the fruitless repentance and death of Antiochus. His son comes against Judas with a formidable army. He besieges Sion, but at last makes peace with the Jews. Now King Antiochus was going through the higher countries, and he heard that the city of Elimaeus in Persia was greatly renowned and abounding in silver and gold, and that there was in it a temple exceeding rich, and coverings of gold and breastplates and shields, which King Alexander, son of Philip the Macedonian, that reigned first in Greece, had left there. Lo, he came and sought to take the city and to pillage it, but he was not able because the design was known to them that were in the city. And they rose up against him in battle, and he fled away from thence and departed with great sadness and returned towards Babylonia. And whilst he was in Persia, there came one that told him how the armies that were in the land of Judah were put to flight and that Lysias went with a very great power and was put to flight before the face of the Jews, and that they were grown strong by the armor and power and store of spoils which they had gotten out of the camps which they had destroyed, and that they had thrown down the abomination which he had set up upon the altar in Jerusalem, and that they had encompassed about the sanctuary with high walls as before, and Bethsura also his city. And it came to pass when the king heard these words that he was struck with fear and exceedingly moved, and he laid himself down upon his bed and fell sick for grief because it had not fallen out to him as he imagined. And he remained there many days, for great grief came more and more upon him, and he made account that he should die. And he called for all his friends and said to them, Sleep is gone from my eyes, and I am fallen away, and my heart is cast down for anxiety. And I said in my heart, Into how much tribulation am I come, and into what floods of sorrow wherein now I am, I that was pleasant and beloved in my power. But now I remember the evils that I have done in Jerusalem, from whence also I took away all the spoils of gold and of silver that were in it, and I sent to destroy the inhabitants of Judah without cause. I know therefore that for this cause these evils have found me, and behold, I perish with great grief in a strange land. Then he called Philip, one of his friends, and he made him regent over all his kingdom. And he gave him the crown and his robe and his ring that he should go to Antiochus his son and should bring him up for the kingdom. So King Antiochus died there in the year 149. And Lysias understood that the king was dead and he set up Antiochus his son to reign, whom he brought up young. And he called his name Eupator. Now they that were in the castle had shut up the Israelites round about the holy places and they were continually seeking their hurt and to strengthen the Gentiles. And Judas proposed to destroy them, and he called together all the people to besiege them. 
and they came together and besieged them in the year 150, and they made battering slings and engines. And some of the besieged got out, and some wicked men of Israel joined themselves under them. And they went to the king and said, How long dost thou delay to execute the judgment and to revenge our brethren? We determined to serve thy father and to do according to his orders and obey his edicts. And for this they of our nation are alienated from us and have slain as many of us as they could find and have spoiled our inheritances. Neither have they put forth their hand against us only, but also against all our borders. And behold, they have approached this day to the castle of Jerusalem to take it, and they have fortified the stronghold of Bethsura. And unless thou speedily prevent them, they will do greater things than these, and thou shalt not be able to subdue them. Now when the king heard this, he was angry, and he called together all his friends and the captains of his army, and them that were over the horsemen. There came also to him from other realms and from the islands of the sea higher troops, and the number of his army was an hundred thousand footmen, and twenty thousand horsemen, and thirty-two elephants trained to battle. And they went through Idumea and approached to Bethsura, and fought many days, and they made engines, but they sallied forth and burnt them with fire, and fought manfully. And Judas departed from the castle, and removed the camp to beth Zacharim, over against the king's camp. And the king rose before it was light, and made his troops march on fiercely towards the way of beth Zacharim. And the armies made themselves ready for the battle, and they sounded the trumpets, and they showed the elephants the blood of grapes and mulberries to provoke them to fight. And they distributed the beasts by the legions, and there stood by every elephant a thousand men in coats of mail, and with helmets of brass on their heads, and five hundred horsemen set in order were chosen for every beast. These before the time, wheresoever the beast was, they were there, and whithersoever it went, they went, and they departed not from it. And upon the beast there were strong wooden towers which covered every one of them, and engines upon them, and upon every one thirty-two valiant men who fought from above, and an Indian to rule the beast. And the rest of the horsemen he placed on this side and on that side at the two wings, with trumpets to stir up the army and to hasten them forward that stood thick together in the legions thereof. Now when the sun shone upon the shields of gold and of brass, the mountains glittered therewith, and they shone like lamps of fire. And part of the king's army was distinguished by the high mountains, and the other part by the low places, and they marched on warily and orderly. And all the inhabitants of the land were moved at the noise of their multitude and the marching of the company, and the rattling of the armor, for the army was exceeding great and strong. And Judas and his army drew near for battle, and there fell of the king's army six hundred men. And Eleazar the son of Saurah saw one of the beasts harnessed with the king's harness, and it was higher than the other beasts, and it seemed to him that the king was on it, and he exposed himself to deliver his people and to get himself an everlasting name. And he ran up to it boldly in the midst of the legion, killing on the right hand and on the left, and they fell by him on this side and that side. And he went between the feet of the elephant and put himself under it, and slew it, and it fell to the ground upon him, and he died there. Then they, seeing the strength of the king and the fierceness of his army, turned away from them. But the king's army went up against them to Jerusalem, and the king's army pitched their tents against Judea and Mount Sion. And he made peace with them that were in Bethsura, and they came forth out of the city, because they had no victuals, being shut up there, for it was the year of rest to the land. And the king took Bethsura, and he placed there a garrison to keep it. And he turned his army against the sanctuary for many days, 
and he set up there battering slings and engines and instruments to cast fire and engines to cast stones and javelins and pieces to shoot arrows and slings. And they also made engines against their engines and they fought for many days. But there were no victuals in the city because it was the seventh year. And such as had stayed in Judea of them that came from among the nations had eaten the residue of all that which had been stored up. And there remained in the holy places but a few, for the famine had prevailed over them, and they were dispersed every man to his own place. Now Lysias heard that Philip, whom King Antiochus, while he lived, had appointed to bring up his son Antiochus and to reign to be king, was returned from Persia and Media with the army that went with him, and that he sought to take upon him the affairs of the kingdom. Wherefore he made haste to go and say to the king and to the captains of the army, we decay delay, and our provision of victuals is small, and the place that we lay siege to is strong, and it lieth upon us to take order for the affairs of the kingdom. Now therefore let us come to an agreement with these men, and make peace with them and with all their nation, and let us covenant with them that they may live according to their own laws as before. For because of our despising their laws, they have been provoked, and have done all these things. And the proposal was acceptable in the sight of the king and of the princes, and he sent to them to make peace, and they accepted of it. And the king and the princes swore to them, and they came out of the stronghold. Then the king entered into Mount Sion and saw the strength of the place, and he quickly broke the oath that he had taken, and gave commandment to throw down the wall round about. And he departed in haste and returned to Antioch, where he found Philip master of the city, and he fought against him and took the city. End of side two. Please fast forward. Ooh.